All right. Well, shall we shall we start the show about destiny? And should we, should we do it in Night Demon's honor? Should we do just a nice, a nice low key show? You know, just a nice, calm, relaxing show. That yeah. No, no pirate voices this and... week. I'm surprised you guys can hear me at all. I am pushing a whopping one meg. That's m- more than enough data, sir. Do you have any idea how much audio takes? It's not that much. That's the, that's enough to do audio for like an entire conference of people. One meg? Yeah. Audio oh, is no. tiny. Like, like you're talking like a couple of kilobits a second to get your audio across. You don't need that much. Audio and Why is it that we're audio very small. Apart. Even even Discord's in the red. He's all like, dude, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, no, it's green. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just. Because I'm you live in a sinking island. You live in a sinking I'm island. In the other one. City right now, bro. Oh well. Oh well. Then you're competing with four trillion other people for that bandwidth. <laughs> so okay. So I take it back. You've gone from the sinking island to the Thunderdome <laughs> to the Internet Thunderdome. Yeah. No, I can tell you exactly why. Yeah. We, we've got we've got no, this that, loaf of bread. It, We're going to spread this loaf of bread among four trillion of you, and somehow this is going to work out great. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so where? Well, I, I think we're going to take you somewhere different. We're going to take you to next week in Destiny. Yeah, so, waste. No, but to the future. No, but before we do that, we have to say hello who we are. Oh, do the do, do the people not know? Some people might know. Some people might not know. That's true. Some people might have just come and found us and be been recommended that they That's listen true. to us. Some people may desperately be trying to listen on Spotify, and maybe Spotify has the episode. And maybe they don't. They do what they want, but they have audiobooks now, so you know that's something for them. But people that do listen to us, especially like the bad Juju over on Podbean, uh, sent us a lovely comment Great this name. week. Yeah. He says he loves the commitment to the pirate voices, but he just can't. But he loves the show, though. So this week, no pirate voices for you. That's it. Oh. it we, we've, been, we've been told Thank off by you, one sir. person. <laughs> and that's it. We bowed to that God one <laughs> and welcome to Two Titans and I'm... A Destiny 2 podcast dedicating bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran pirates alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy hornswoggling your booty even more. So with all that said, let me introduce you to me ragtag crew. The scurvy sea dog parody, the son of a biscuit eater, no one respawns in real life, and me, your captain, for this treacherous voyage, Night Demon. Arr. So let's see, keeping keeping with last week's theme, uh, so respawn is now the Northern American. Okay. That's no one respawns in real life over there. I am I am now have become the de facto Southern American parody, and then we have our very far Eastern American Night Demon. Over there, Today. so far east, he's over in the UK. No, that's not. No, that's, that's not right. That's not. No, that's that's, the, that's deep Southern American. Um, I can't think of anything American. There, there's nothing American. It's fine. We don't have things. All the things we have, we just stole from you all. So it's hi cool. y'all. They are that. That's something. Hi y'all. 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 Perfect. Nailed it. Hi y'all. Perfect. Ten out of ten. No notes. Howdy doody. Just just try to talk like John Wayne, you'll be all right. What does John Wayne talk like? Oh my god, I thought how, he was how many, enough for you to know. 
How many John Wayne movies do you think Mr. Night Demon has seen, sir? I say well, John so. Wayne is a very famous cowboy action hero that I'm sure is known around the world. Hell, um, even the French emulate him whenever they I come am to not America. saying I haven't heard of John Wayne, and I'm not saying that my mother-in-law is a great fan of John Wayne, and you walk into the house and it's covered with John Wayne. But what I'm saying is that that sounds <laughs> nothing like John Wayne. From my experience of being forced to watch The Searchers, oh, okay. True Grit. Well, by, by all means, sir, please. Of the ones educate. that are there. Well, no, I can't Welcome do a John Wayne accent. <laughs> but this man that's just popped in next to us might be able to do a John Wayne accent. I bet he has an impeccable John Wayne accent. Is that you, John Wayne? Perfect. Nailed it. We'll fix it in post. See, that sounded more John Wayne than your John Wayne. Why are we doing John Wayne? Why are we doing Cowboys? Why did you I've got no it? idea. I've just got here. No, I'm asking them, not you. They, why why do we do why do we do it? You started with the whole y'all thing. Why are you asking us? No, I was just one thing. I was just saying one thing. I would I did not need to go into being John Wayne. Mm -hmm. It's not Friday and it's not 2027. We don't ask why questions. Because okay. the answer is always why not. Well, we'll just get on with the show then. Yeah. I suppose we should also introduce uh this this man, this man from the mist, the mist, the mystery, the legend, Mr. Navarf. Yeah, he, he's been gone long enough for people to forget who he was. I, I almost forgot who he was. He said somebody popped into the chat and I was like, it's a fifty fifty shot. It, it could be anybody at this point. I still don't know who he is. I thought it was Arf, but apparently it's not. It's not Arf. So from time to time, we are joined by Not Arf, who has joined us today to give us some lore. And that is, what is lore, Respawn? Explain to people what the lore is. Lore is what happens behind the scenes that moves the story in place that in ways that you don't know, right? Like, for example, Crow's lore would be that he used to be uh, an actual Awoken before he was a Guardian. And he is responsible for the death of one of our Vanguard. You know, and before that, he was actually helping us achieve things. You know, he he, he was a member of uh, of the Reef, which is uh, basically the Awoken City. And he was helping us uh, get to the Black Garden and, you know, lots of things. He's a prince, was a prince, actually, not anymore. So, I mean, Allure is kind of a backstory or a sequence of events that you don't know necessarily but yet the story moves forward with it yeah you know? yeah and i think literally every piece of armor and every uh, weapon that we have in the game there is a lore tab to it that gives you a bit of story on something and the ships and the, and the sparrows. ships barrows yeah all, all the stuff and yep. it is nicely categorized and collected over at ishtar collective and we will drop that into our show notes if you do want to kind of have a look at that and follow along but I guess it's over to not off uh, some not off ass law. Let me ask you this: me or him? Who? Well, you all. Okay. Well, we already spoke about you this all. on Wednesday, but <laughs> no, I actually said that as two words, not a single word. No, but I said it as y'all. Yeah, earlier. we're bringing it full circle. Yeah. <laughs> You all is not two words. It, it's one word. It's hyphenated. Uh -huh. that, that's how it works. <laughs> Damn it. I knew I came up with that for a reason. Do you know who Nezarek is? Yes. I do now. Yeah. 
I have a much more in, intimate understanding of Nezarak and all of his worldly belongings and other things. And his sins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sins, robes. But do you know who Nezarak is? Uh, yes, it's Misrax. No, it's not. <gasps> Lies. Right, so let's start with Nezarak's sin. It's a warlock helm. He is that which is an end, and he shall rise again. Passage of Hated Nezarek, a pre-Golden Age text. Now that is an important point there. You've got to remember this is pre-Golden Age, this text is from. So where are we talking roughly in the timeline of... Before the collapse. Okay. Before the collapse, maybe around the time we were discovering the Traveller. Okay. So had... Because we only we only entered the Golden Age after the Traveller came into the system. Okay, so the Traveller hadn't kind of got here just yet. Well, it might have just got here. Okay. He is that which is end, that which covets sin, the final god of pain, the purest light, the darkest hour, and he shall rise again. When the guiding shine fades and all seems lost, he will call to you. Fear not. All he offers is not as dark as it may seem. For Nezarak is no demon, but a fiend, arch and vile, in ways unknown. He is a path and a way, one of many. And his sin, so wicked, so divine, is that he will never cower when dusk does fall, but stand vigilant as old stars die. And new light blinks its first upon this fetid eternity. Passage from Of Hated Nezerak. Now, for the longest time, this is what we had about Nezerak. This was the only mention. Right up until Adrifter's Gambit came out. And then it's mentioned in there a passage that the Drifter had visited... Nezer- the fourth tomb of Nezerak. Or Nezerak. Yeah. Everyone will say it their own way. But who is Nezerak? Now, I thought, I mean, I just assumed, stupid blind assumption, that normally when we have exotics and things, they are exotics from like guardians, like the Helm of St. Fourteen, Nezerak mm-hmm. Sin. I assumed that it was a guardian. You know, and it wasn't until you and me were talking this week and you told me about some gauntlets for the hunters, was it, that are like fallen ones or crafted from the, was it, uh, not Misrax, it's Eremis's partner, you were telling me? I can't remember the... No, that was that the Helm of Bacchus you were talking about that there, which Bacchus. is Bacchus. That, that the Helm of Bacchus is, was Eremis's husband. That was it. Or partner. I don't know if they marry in Elixney. Yeah, so I just, as I was saying, I just assume that normally when we get an exotic, it's always come from like a guardian or it's it's part of a guardian. I never thought that it could be an alien species like, or Nezarek could be an alien species until we were talking earlier on in the week. But let me ask you again, who is Nezarek? He's a, he's a, he's a previous witness. No, a previous disciple of. The I don't witness. think he's a witness. He's 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 a disciple of the witness. Now, yeah, yeah. 
I know what you're going to ask. How do we know this? Well, we know it this week because there's a cutscene that that tells the story from one side of the story. Well, many of you will actually have been in Nezarak's ship recently, and there is a well, on the moon. a yeah. section of that ship called the Chantry of Nezarak. Okay. So, a chantry, basically, it's part of a church. So it's almost like a church of Nezarak or where he holds a private mass. Now, do you know which ship this was in? That's the pyramid ship on the moon, right? It is. So yeah. looking at that, and if he has a, a portion of his ship named after him, chances are that ship belonged to Nezarak. Mm-hmm. It's haunted? Now it's already... No. No, he, he was a disciple. That was his ship to command. Because we know the, the other disciples that we know of, Rulk, his ship is in the throne world. Mm-hmm. Is in uh, Savathun's throne world. But then we know Rulk was tra- trapped on there. So what happened to Nezarak? He's obviously done something, which is, which is obviously his sin. But where is Nezarak? Well, I would have said well, that he's no, still... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that's his sin. Because the, no, no, his body was... His body was chopped up and created into artifacts. An artifact could have been called Nezarak's sin and have nothing to do with the sin that he created. It could have just been a cool name. They gave. But he's, he's got to have done something to the witness or... Yeah, something to fall out of favor. Well, what, look at the word sin, sin in general. What, what does that mean? It means something that's against the religion or the, the cult yeah. that... That's against. So he's done something to the witness. He's either done a crime or he's betrayed the witness. And the witness has then gone, you're no longer a disciple. Chop, chop, chop. Out you go. Did he chop, chop, chop? Or or was that? That's more going into my my theory. Okay. Because from the cutscene this week in the story, it looks like... A finger. Well, no, it looks like he was... (laughs) They somebody found his body and cut him up, not Yes. Well, did they find his body or did they cut him up? He was gifted from what it says in that cutscene, Mith Misrax was give gifted or was it passed down in almost like a last will and testament, a a dark artifact, which to me looked like a, a finger or a claw. Yeah, from the body of of Nezarak. Exactly. So if we're saying the dark artifacts are part of Nezarak's body, and Nezarak was a disciple of the witness, do you think it's a great idea that we're putting them all together and bringing them all back together? Hell yeah, it is. You've only made good decisions up to this point. I don't see what can go wrong. No, 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 no. Because backtracking to what no. I was already trying to tell ba- us. Backtra- backtracking already. We've made some horrendous decisions. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. I mean, I mean, yes, we have, but we're not talking about that right now. Okay, so back to what you said about the sin, right? He has done something egregious to somebody, right? Uh, whether it be... the the witness or whatever right uh because you know if he hadn't done something egregious to the witness then why would rolk have come after the fact right obviously he's failed to do it didn't rolk rolk didn't come after the tra- the fact rolk was supposed to be training savathun to be a disciple 
and yet here he is. So, so well, no, here he isn't. Is is there only one disciple at a time? Like, is there a, is there a progression from Nezarak to? Let's go back to the end of the Red War. The cant has been has been vaulted. But I didn't I didn't finish my point. <laughs> no, 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 no. My point is, you go back to the beginning of the Red War, and the traveler frees itself from the starfish of death. And you get that blast of light that goes out into the cosmos. And wakes up the, the dark ships, the pyramid ships. The dark ships. Yeah. Mm. Yes? Yeah. So we know there's more than one. Yeah. Rook yeah. commanded one. Yeah. Nezarak commanded one. Are we sure Nezarak commanded one? Well, we're, we're pretty sure Nezarak commanded one. Okay. I mean, there's a part of the ship named after him. Which, if normally, normally, if there's a part of a ship named after you, it was your ship. I've, I've got a couple of questions for you, Arth. So, when we did Shadowkeep and we went to the pyramid ship on the moon, did we see it there? Like, did it come up as we were walking through that that was the name of the area that we were walking through, and we all just completely missed it? I say, all I believe of us so. Completely missed it. Some of us. From what, it. from what I remember, I believe we did actually go through that, and everybody missed it. Okay. Second question is, so how do we not know that the pyramid ships are just a fleet of ships commanded by, like we have in like the Navy at the moment, we have one commander of, you know, an admiral of the fleet. So who's to say that Rourke was not the admiral of a fleet of ships, but his, his ship, his fleet ship was captured and put in the throne world. And the same with Nezarek, who's to say that he wasn't the admiral beforehand and he did something wrong, and him and his ship was entombed in the moon. Who's to say that there are many, you know, as we've seen with Lightfall coming up, who's to say Bungie, that... Say. Yeah, who's to say that <laughs> Callus isn't the admiral of the entire fleet at that point for the witness? If you see the logic there, there are millions of these ships out there that we've seen in lots of cutscenes, lots of kind of war mind things on the wall showing us all these ships flying towards our solar system. Right. But do they all have uh, a similar entity like the Witness, like Nezarek, like Callus, all on board? They're one singularity of Let, let's, enemy. Let's look at the final shape. We know from what the, wit the Witness and the Disciples do, they like to hone, and in the law on Rourke itself, they like to hone a species to a pinnacle. Yes. Now, in Rourke's case, that is him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Nezarak's body looks like Rolk from what we saw. There is, yeah, but there is no other. When the witness took Rolk to be a disciple, there was none of his species left. So he is the oh, final shape oh, I've got another question, of that species. Sir. I've got another question, sir. One, se one second. Just wait till I finish. No interruptions, please. So I'm guessing because this whole final shape thing and the sword, what, what was taught to the hive of the sword logic only the strong survive, that each species that the witness has encountered is then honed into this end shape. And that end shape then becomes, or that, that singular species or singular individual then becomes a disciple and gets gifted with power. Just as Callus is, now Callus is going all out to actually destroy us now well he will be in the next year next yearly expansion that, that's my question is that he hasn't been 
as a species, his species hasn't been completely wiped out and he's the only one. It looks like from the trailer that we are fighting him and other versions of a cabal army. So well, you how, say it's how, a cabal army. How does that work? But we already know from the previous system, these clones that we're fighting, and I call them clones. Okay. Who are they clones of? No idea. Callus. Mini calluses. Yeah. No, but we fought the robot calluses. They didn't look like that. <laughs> and but, and the other thing is with light. And I'm another thing. <laughs> and another thing. I want to pick a hole in with you, Bungie. One person more here. thing. Yes. No, but we've now seen somebody that looks very similar to Rourke coming with Callus to fight against us as a pyramid ship kind of fighter. I know, I get it. You know, Bungie need to throw a few more things in there to kind of make it look really cool. And it does look really I, cool. I know the ones you mean. I've, um, it's possible that the witness almost, as, as he's created almost like the take, they create the taken. This is almost like a, creating another being that suppresses light. Could they be mini And he's just recreated. Well, it, it's possible that he's created them in Rourke's image. Okay. I'll take that. I'll accept that. Thank you. But we already know within the law that Rook is the last member of his species. Okay, but Callus and won't that, that's be. canon. But Cal no, Callus won't be. But that's what I'm not he now. Be. But they are trying to destroy the Traveler and destroy everything else in this solar system. So that means actually taking one of us or a human, uh, potentially an uh, an awoken. Because we already know Mara, I believe we are aware that Mara's been wanted, he wanted Mara to be a witness, or a, sorry, a disciple. Did we? Hands up who knew I that I believe one? so. I, I'm sure I, I heard that or read that somewhere. Well, we didn't know that. Respawn, did you know that parody? I'm not surprised. Mara is just desirable no matter where you go. I volunteer to be a disciple. I'm an exo. I mean, can I be Mara's disciple? Technically, the exos are made out of darkness as well. So, Perfect already halfway there <laughs> because they they are made out of vex mind fluid that's been corrupted through a, a dark art well not a dark artifact but the um the pyramid ship vex magic. Got, was it was it <laughs> no it's not vex magic it's it's actually darkness they've been corrupted the the vex mind fluid is changed by the darkness and then it becomes become their own little milkshake that makes vex uh, makes exos yeah chocolate milk becomes exos Got it. Oh my god. <laughs> There's no Vex magic. Vex use tech, dude. <laughs> right. Right. The Vex milk becomes Vex chocolate milk when it's in, introduced to the darkness. And then we uh... use that to make Exos. No, but Exos still have the white fluid coming out of them, though. So vanilla milkshakes. Got it. <laughs> Could be banana. So, Arf, you've told us about one armor piece from Nezarak. There is also a glaive that was introduced i've been waiting for him to finish so i can say my point you had your point demon shush 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 i might not be shushing shush it's my turn all right so going way back right talking about is it a good idea to bring this stuff together i say yes because if nezarak's sin was intentionally violating the orders or the teachings of the witness, then yeah, maybe 
maybe it is a good idea to bring that stuff on our side. For all we know, that's how we get our abilities in the next season. You know, those artifacts might have a direct relation to how we get our abilities next season, dude. It's possible. Which so, abilities yeah. are we talking about? Let's talk about Strand. That, that's, that's, that is actually a fair point. Well done, Respawn. Ten points to you. Booyah! Don't give him points. <laughs> oh, why didn't I get any points? I already gave you points in the stream. Because okay. uh, the game's made up of the points don't matter. So you can have as many points as you want. So, going on to my point about the glaive, the weapon that was introduced yes, last I'm, season. Yes, I'm just bringing that up now. Nezarex Whisper. Whisper. Yes. Please tell us about that and how that ties in. Nezarex Whisper, glaive. Rise, disciple, and bear this gift with pride. Rulk, disciple of the witness. There we go. There's confirmation. Rulk made Nezarek a disciple of the witness. Oh. So, has, hang on. Rulk's got the power to make anybody he, he fancies. I don't know. A disciple. I'll I'll screenshot this for you and I'll drop it in the chat. No, I've got it up on my screen. I'm I'm looking at the law as we speak. Oh, for the other two of them. So, Rourke, by the sounds of it, then, is like... Well, he is the admiral of the fleet. He was. He's, going, he's, right, he's the fight. admiral of the fleet. Yeah. I'm so that goes back. That makes your your other point null and void. Saying that Nezarak was possibly an old admiral before Rourke. We know that's not true now. With that. Okay. But he he could be a, a sub admiral. What's below an admiral? No idea. But whatever's below Commodore. an admiral. Huh? Commodore. Yeah. There you go. He's the commodore. Okay. So so Rolk so Rolk runs the show. So he's got the power to. You you have the witness is the president. Five. Okay, the witness is the president. Yeah. Rook is the admiral. Yeah. And and then he has several vice admirals and commodores and captains under that. Okay. Okay, got it. Now, so we know Nezarakt is somewhere between a captain and a vice admiral. Chances are, it's just a. Just a captain, okay. almost, because he only had one ship. Yeah, so under Rolk, but unclear exactly where under Rolk. Yes. But we know he's he's captain grade, almost. He's got his own ship. So, a quick question about glaives uh, as a whole. Are these the weapons of our enemy, Rulk. basically? Of Rolk? No, they are the rep weapons of Rolk's people. Okay. That's why Rulk gave that Nezarak's whisper to Nezarak. Yes, but we also have the other three that are exotic. I've only got the Titan one with the called the Edge of Action um, at the moment. So I was just wondering about that. And then we've got the other one that we can craft, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but you know what I the mean. The exotic There's... one? We've got Lubre's Ruin. Yes, no, the Enigma was the first one that we got, wasn't it? Through going through the pyramid yes. ship. No, not the pyramid. No, just going through the throne world. We found the parts of it, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So these all tie back to the witness and the darkness, and yes. So, so no, the the, we, so the, the glaive around with the glaives is using the glaives. Weapons are weapon. They work well. Mm, fair point. But yeah. Um, so that gives us the, the fact was if we bring all these dark artifacts together and we gather all of them, yeah. will that bring back Nezarak? 
do we need to put no his, we need to put the Nezarek helmet with them and the little tooth that we saw or the nail that we saw that Misrax is carrying around do we still think Misrax has got that nail or no we, we uh, no I'm pretty certain Misrax has already got rid of that or knows where it is okay so that could be the final um, bit, like the, the key to unlocking everything going, going by that cutscene the dark artifact made Mithrax do some pretty bad, pretty dark stuff. So we're gathering dark artifacts. Yep. So we could potentially do some pretty nasty things. Would you think we're above that now? Well, we're we allowed are... to wield the darkness in our favor, right? Currently, we use darkness and we haven't been corrupted by it that we know of. You, you can you could say that, but then you've got to look at the fact that. Mithrax had that on a necklace. It was on him 24-7. Yeah. Like the Ring of Power. Oh, I see. He, yes. he was like Frodo. No, he was more like Gollum. Yeah. Ring of Power, um, Ring of Crown. But we are dumping, or not dumping, we are placing the artifacts in the uh, the helm on that table. Yeah, because we know from like past experience the helm doesn't get get corrupted by anything at all well it does get a little corrupted and <laughs> then they get the old sweeper bot out and he seems to just get rid of like the uh, egregore and just sweep it out into space yeah because he's done a cracking job around the hat around the uh, the crown of sorrows yeah. airlock fixes a lot of things but yeah now now we, we we're pretty sure well i'm pretty sure this is going to happen i said the is bringing nezarak back a good thing Yes. Reasonable Why? Guess. Well, same reason I told you guys before, man. If you okay, so these guys don't just die, right? Yep. Nezarak was killed. Uh, mm -hmm. Are we sure he was, he killed, was killed, and for he just wasn't a reason. He wasn't just that reason. If you want to roll the dice, it's probably because he did something that was unfavorable to the witness that could be considered as being favorable to us. Now, let's think of something we can bring back from the dead. Say, like a vampire. How many bits like of things where you've got a... Yeah, but what does even a guardian do when you bring him back? Or comes back from the dead? He runs the trials of Osiris. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. If you've just been... If your guardian's just been killed by, say, a herd of thrall, and you sure. bring him back, yeah. what's the first thing it does? Continues killing the thralls. Murders everything in that room. Mm -hmm. Only because only because it was killing us. Yes, but once you're dead and you are brought back, you don't know. You think you could have just been come straight back after they killed you in the darkness. So you could think the same people who are murdering you are still there and you're going to kill everybody in that room. All and right. then go now, on to murder the galaxy. Superbot in there with the, with the pieces and have Superbot put them back together. It's just going to... Mack around around the head with his um with his brush. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, they I could make that an exotic weapon. Obviously, immortal, right? He's been through like three destructions of three different cities, and he is still just sweeping away, man. So if there was, he's going to be like. Be you're going to say he's going to be like Trigger's broom, aren't you? <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. Oh know. yeah, of course they don't know what triggers broom. I've had the same broom for twenty-three years. It's had three heads, four handles, and it's still doing me fine. It's not so, the same broom. So the broom of Theseus? 
That's what I mean. It's Trigger's broom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Only fools anyway, and horses. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The point it's a TV is, show in, in Britain. The point is, I still think it's a good idea. And and we're assuming, we are making the assumption that bringing these artifacts together is going to resurrect him. That's yeah. th- that, that probably isn't going to happen at all because people don't just magically resurrect in the game aside from Guardians, right? Um... Or people that, you know, get robotic implants that help them come back to life or whatever, right? You know, I mean... Um, if, hang on. If, one name for you, Marasov. She never died. Everything he was taken. She was she was taken on purpose. Taken. And how many people have been taken and never come back? Because we've killed them. <laughs> we didn't kill Mara, right? Oh, but another thing that's annoying me, just while I remember about it. You know the arm, the exotic armor piece that has been um, disabled. Uh, Which one? No. The Griffalcon, the hunter one, the hunter chest piece. It's not Griffalcon. It's Geofalcon. You're upset in parody. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. It, it has a bird in the name. It gives me questions. It's a Geofalcon. So many people so are yes, saying this wrong. One. It's 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 annoying. It's a Geofalcon. If there's anything that Destiny should have taught you, is that no one can read. I learned this in Destiny 1 because nobody reads. <laughs> no one reads. Nothing. I know. The problem is, is words and letters are hard. Even if we do read, you can't read what they write because they just, they, 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 they'll throw a word in a bucket like Falcon and then throw a bunch of other letters in another bucket and they'll put like, okay, what words coming out of this hat? Haha, Falcon. What letters are coming out of this one? Z, G, F, Y, R, Q, Z. Cool. How can we put all these together? Yeah, but no, I, I guarantee you that comes from somewhere in mythology somewhere. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, like, like Bungie the Falcon is a real bird. What? Well, there you go then. Yeah, like Bungie doesn't pull things out of the air. Like, these are real things. I just, they do need to come with a pronunciation guide. I basically wait until someone on YouTube says it and I go, that's how I'm pronouncing this now. And, until and someone you, tells me I'm wrong. <laughs> you can't even, like, ask wrong. Google how to say it because yep. Google doesn't know. So, Gia Falcon. I don't know. I, I, I Honestly, it, it's a chess piece I'll never have and never use, so I don't care what it's called. I just know that the it's Gia falcon, the largest of the falcon species, is a bird of prey. The abbreviated Gia is also is also used. It breeds on Arctic coasts and tundra. Okay, that's in the islands of North America and the hey, that's a griffalcon. That's a. And this and this has to How's do with griffalcon. It's G Y. There's no R after the G. It doesn't matter. And, and it this, does. This has to do with the chess piece being disabled in the game. Why? Because people can't say its name properly, so they've disabled it until enough people can actually say it properly. <laughs> you know, uh, that could well, be very well be a community challenge that Bungie no, will tell us about six it, weeks it, from now. It gives. It, it was giving. Yeah, did you know about it? <laughs> did you I know about it, it? But it was giving extra damage <laughs> after you break invisibility. We're sure that we told you, community, that this is what was oh, going on. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a community challenge. If if eighty percent of the podcast pr- you know pronounce it correctly, we'll give it back to you. Yeah. And until then, you don't get to have it. There's a community challenge going on. We're at twenty five percent, and we've never told you about any part <laughs> of this, but just expect you to understand it. Yeah. Welcome to Bungie Challenges. Anyway, <laughs> away from that tangent, Nezarak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I did a respawn. So, so Nezarak, to... Nezarak would not be wearing this chess piece, though. No. Well, he might be allowed to. He might be the only one allowed to, because he can say it. 
how does how does Nezarek Sin, the helmet for the warlocks, tie in with him? And if you can't answer this, we're going to have to kick you off the show. This is a very important question. Was it his helmet? Or was there a part of him in the helmet? It's his head. The helmet is just his head. Well, this this is saying that the actual... The actual uh, Nezarak is a pre-Golden Age text. So if they knew about Nezarak pre-Golden Age, that means he was about either just before or while the, the Traveller was coming into the system. So they knew about Nezarak before the Traveller came in and they knew about him being on the pyramid ship trapped on the moon. Well, I don't, I don't know if they knew about the pyramid ship, but he, it could have been one of these religions that st- these religions that start yeah he, by... was a, he was a creature of lore at least like there yes was, there was a character named nazarak who is out there in the world we don't know where he is or what he's up to but this is a a you know person that exists in the world oh well, let me read let me read you can, the first you couple of question, lines out of this again to answer your question real quick it's disabled my hunter exotic has been disabled because it makes titans invincible yeah, we covered that like two weeks ago. Well, yeah. then why'd you ask why it was disabled? We didn't. I, I, I said, Somebody is, did! I said, what you does did. this have to do with... Why doesn't Knezarek wear it, and what does this have to do with Nezarek? Man, whatever. That, well, the, technically, that's got nothing to do with Nezarek. That was just really annoying me. Fair point. Little tangent. The first, couple, the, first few, <laughs> the first few lines of this, actually. He is that witch's end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That which covers sin, the final god of pain. So they are treating in this in this text. This, they're treating him as a, they're saying he's a god. Now, what you can see as a god is a being of power, be it technological power or something like that, that they didn't understand and they believe is magic. So they say he's a god that can do magic. Right, god from the pers- perspective of again the pre. Golden Age people writing this text. Yeah. Now, the next bit I find interesting. The purest light, the darkest hour. No, it's the next bit I see as interesting. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the bit I want to come to. Okay. But I've just actually read this, and it, something's just clicked in my head. Oh. So he comes, he comes to you in your darkest hours. Can you remember Shin, Shin, can, can you remember Shin Melfur? Oh, I can remember you saying Shin his Melfer. name several times. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was almost trying to find a guardian that could wield the dark and the light in balance. Yep, that's what we do. We're rocking the and chair. become more more powerful because we are the only guardian that Shimmel Fur. I say we as a general thing because we are supposed to be the only one, but there's hundreds of us or millions of us in this case. Yeah. Um, that can really? wield the last word, thorn and. Lumina and uh, what's the other one called? The one we got from Gambit when the meatball dropped. Malfeasance. Malfeasance. So we're the only people that can actually wield those weapons in balance at the same time. Well, not at the same time, but we can hold them in our inventories at the same time. Nobody else could do that because they weren't worthy. So if it's the purest of light and the darkest hour... Would that mean Nezarak has then realized his mistake by going over the 
joining joining the dark side <laughs> and then has realized and he's actually managed to hold the light and dark in balance and then become an enemy that that was maybe his sin for embracing the light as well uh that's only if the witness then decides that the light people are bad and well he's already decided that because he's trying to actually defeat the traveler which is the main source of the light okay but then didn't he want us to become like become one of his new recruits and that that we'd then turn to the darkness okay so we would then you know relinquish the light to his plan remember your defeat in the cave luke Am I the only one that gets that reference? No, we no. get it's a Star Trek, uh, Star okay. Wars reference, but yeah, no, Star Trek. Let's go to Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> I stumbled. Shush! I fixed you fell it. down. I hit fixed your head, it. and we couldn't get you back I up. I fixed it. Mm, Gandalf from really. Star Trek said it on Deep Space yeah. Nine. Obviously, <laughs> you're a well, Deep Space Nine is in Star Trek. Gandalf from Deep Space Nine said it in Hogwarts. Oh, shut up! Go on with there the damn go. thing you were asking. <laughs> and then. That takes us into the next line. And he shall rise again. He being Israel? Yes. Okay. Still, now, still, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's necessarily once a bad thing. there there is also the possibility, uh, and we, we did discuss this on when me and Demon did actually discuss this on Wednesday. But he could be leading us in to the next DLC. Yeah. There is a good chance that Nazarak helps us find Strand. Now, if I'm right with that, makes more sense now. Now, reading those two lines, the purest light and the darkest hour. Now, if he's found full balance there, he wouldn't just be wielding stasis, it'd be more like a strand where he's actually pulling the strands of the universe. Called it. Booyah. Well, me and Demon actually called it on um, Wednesday. That was like three days ago. So Nazareth comes back, former fallen disciple, maybe. Why would it be fallen? No, fallen is no, no. Yeah, sorry, fallen out of the in the alien elixir race, fallen in the you cross me, and now you're no longer a disciple way. Ah, ex, okay. mm-hmm. ex, fallen ex, from grace. Yes, yeah. ex disciple. Gotcha. So he comes back and not so happy about how things went down, <laughs> and is like, hey, we're gonna exact revenge we're gonna share the strand around i found the strand i'm gonna share it with people you're not worthy anymore disciples so i'm gonna give it to my new friends now, and audience yeah why while he if he does come back while he could be evil i think it's more likely he's wanting revenge against the witness so he yeah. teaches us to use strand and he'll become a future big bad later on or the other one we discussed was potentially we are due another dungeon. Yes, we are. So he could be a Savathun like character of maybe you're on our side, he maybe could you're be not. the mini bo- He could be the boss of the new dungeon. Mm. Bear in mind, we we are disclaimer. We are working on. I've always said this. This may be. This the- this is theory crafting at its best, and we are making some big jumps. Now these bu- jumps at the minute when do you make say sense. We, are you talking about us four, or are you talking well, about it, you and the Lord? So the, the the demon the demon, you put me onto some of these when we were speaking on Wednesday, which made more sense. Okay. So 
this could be all speculation and come to naught, but that's half the fun of the theory crafting is actually seeing if you're right or not. But it it would make sense, and then we'd have the big bad for the next dungeon because I can't see Eremis being the next uh, dungeon boss. Mm-hmm. Eremis is too big a character. Yeah, and why bring him back just to get River again? Yeah, but I mean, did they really bring her back though? I mean, hold on, because you're like, why would they bring her back only for us to dispose of her again? We in story didn't based. dispose of her the first time. She did it to herself. You, you know? freeze yourself and see how long you last. Uh, but we're, <laughs> we're human. She's not right. Right. And yeah. it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't yeah, technically bring... ice. It was darkness that just takes the form of. It happens to have properties of ice, right? But it's darkness that she wielded. You know. Right. You you encase yourself in dark crystals then and see how long you last. Well, obviously she lasted long enough, so that's not the point. The point is, is we didn't no, hang do on, it hang on. She, she they, they say in law she was resurrected by the witness. Where? Because she's been instructed by the witness to gather the dark artifacts. Okay. All right. So even then, even then, okay. So the witness brings her back. I don't know how, but okay. So he brings her back. We would still need to take her out. So she stops gathering these. So she gathers the dark artifacts. Well, so she's not gathered one. I'm saying she, if she, if that's her purpose, is to gather them. Let's jump forward and say, okay, she gathers them all. She's still got to be taken out, you know. But so yeah, actually, I mean, how how much effort have you actually seen her put into gathering these artifacts? We've only I've... seen her pop out of the ice, dude. Yeah, we've not seen her once. We're the only ones gathering these artifacts. We're the only ones keeping them all together. We're not even gathering helm. these artifacts. Uh, what do you see on the helm, then? I've gathered four of them. I put them yeah. in a nice little table on the helm. Oh, just that's, so oh, that's those can... artifacts. Hey, yes. Okay. Just, right. just so someone can swipe in and steal them at the last exactly. second. I've seen how you know? this goes down. <laughs> She's going to befriend us and be like, oh, let me come see your cool artifacts. And then you yoink, there go your artifacts. I, I've seen how this works. This is very Dragon Ball Z. Let somebody else collect the Dragon Ball Z. this is going to go down. <laughs> well technically she didn't actually do herself did if you the way i actually saw that that cut scene is the darkness in her the darkness of the um the darkness almost betrayed her because it saw she was being defeated yeah but she couldn't control it to begin with because even before before we even met her her arm had frozen remember and she had to hit the arm on on the thing to break the ice off her arm right so she couldn't control it to begin with. So she was tapping into an energy source that she had no idea how to wield. And so when she tried to tap into more of it during our last battle, she froze herself. You know? Is that was... Did she freeze herself or did she actually uh, get betrayed by it? Yeah, lose control entirely. Because, yeah, if she's fighting for control. Either way, it's the it, same result. We some... didn't do it, you know? Be- due to her actions. That's what I said. Yeah. We didn't we didn't freeze her. She it, it was either the dark like you said, like the darkness the she lost control of it right. or I like to think more like the darkness then betrayed her. Okay. Yeah, yeah due to her own actions because she couldn't do what she needed to do. Okay, fair enough. But in the end the result is the same. We didn't freeze her, right? So she breaks out of the ice, or the witness breaks her out of the ice. However that works out. And her mission is to gather all the artifacts. Well, yeah, Bungie would absolutely bring her back for us to actually kill her because we didn't kill her last time. <laughs> you know, she was turned into a statue for a bit. 
So yeah, we need to take her ass out this time. You know what I mean, bro? So uh, being resurrected by the witness to undertake going and getting these artifacts for the witness, what has the witness promised Aramis in return for actually getting hold of these or making the Guardian get hold of these? Do you think that this is... Because Aramis isn't really making too much of an effort to actually gather any of these pieces. We seem to be the ones going in and gathering all the pieces, doing all the legwork, and we're going to put them all in the helm, and they're just going to sit there all nice and neatly. Now, Which is why it's believed that Aramis is going to actually betray the witness. So you think Aramis is going to betray the witness, or do you think Aramis is going to try and grab all the artifacts together when they are together, take them away like you or... said, perform a ritual, and... Nezaret comes back together, and unfortunately for poor old Aramis, she's in the same room as Nezarek, and he takes out his vengeance on her, maybe. Possibly, but I think it's more likely we get down to the last week's, say, the last weekly mission, yeah, fighting Aramis for the last uh, dark artifact, which she, which she will already possess, and then she switches sides. Because you've also got to think there is another... Use the button, but I think she'll see the light. <laughs> There's ah. also another player that were... I think you'll find that out in week three, that we go into one of these Lost Sector refreshes to go and get one of these artifacts, and a lot of enemies that we should have taken out are already dead before we get to the main boss. And we tell Aramis this, this week that there's another player on the board. And it doesn't seem to kind of phase her as much. Just So it, that might throw some kind of confusion into what's actually happening with Lawwise. Is, 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 is there another player what or is if, it part of the Drifter's plan and Spider's plan? Well, what if, just to put another spin on this, Yeah. what if Nezarak isn't dead? But that would have really stripped... hurt when they cut him apart. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> They've just stripped him of power, stripped Nezarak of power. Mm-hmm. And it's Nezarak's power that are the dark artifacts. And Nezarak's trying to get them back together to get... Getting his power back. Get his power back. Good. And he theory. is the third player. Very that's a po- That's a possibility, that but is. I'm not saying it's true. That's just made... That's just come up with on the spot. Yeah. But what do you think that Eremis has been promised? Do you think Eremis has been told that she has... The- she could wield the darkness and become a, a disciple for the witness. Well, it's, it's been widely believed that Aramis was supposed to be the witness or the disciple of the pyramid on Europa. Okay. Because there doesn't seem to be a leader on there, does there? No. But. But <laughs> that's not been confirmed. Okay. But so where is the leader from the pyramid on Europa? We need to Everyone's following him. Who? I don't know. Literally, I don't know. It could... Until we actually properly get into that pyramid, because we know that Clovis... It could be Clovis's pyramid. Okay. Well, because pyramid. he was trying... He... Clovis Bray? Telesto. Telesto's pyramid. <laughs> it could be Tanix's ship, for all we know. Oh, no, no, not, no, no, Bring no, back again, no, 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 no. You know you want another Tanix well, fight. Technically, Tanix could come back again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because we've only just defeated Tanix 1. 
because everyone seems to forget that Tanix made Tanix and um, Atrax made Tanix into an EXO. Yes. Mm. So Tanix's brain scan is still in the Deepstone crypt. Maybe he's the next boss of the dungeon. Maybe there's just many bosses of Tanix. You have to fight Tanix two, three, four, five, and then you get to the final one, Tanix ten, and there's just room for well, Tanixes. There is a slight flaw to this. We isn't the Deepstone Creek partially on the orbital space station that we crashed into the planet? I don't know. You tell me. Yes, it is. Yeah. We, we crashed it, dude. Yeah, but it's a deep stone crypt, and it's made it's, of stone. It'll be fine. It's, it's, well, it's, it's deep in some stone right now, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that Tanix's brain scan is still there. So it's Kate. Because we... we, we ne- yeah, but it wouldn't be our... Been through this. <laughs> I know, been through this so many times. I just wanted to stir the pot. You're going to go through it again, and you're going to like it. The beatings will continue until morale improves. That's how this pirate ship works. We, we would get a copy of Cade that was pre-Guardian Cade. Okay. He still sounded like a good guy. Mm, I don't know. He was... He, Cade's always been about himself, my dude. Did you not listen to all of his... No, 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 records? no. He, he, loved my, he loved Maya Sundaresh. Yeah, but he still was about... He was a thief, dude. He was absolutely a thief and a rogue. You know, yeah. he, he, he basically to become he, Vanguard. Remember? Well, don't forget, he was massively in debt with um, Clovis Bray and Bray, Bray Tech. That's that's why he ended up working for him. Yeah, he he had to pay for his exo modification, right? So, yeah. No, 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 no. He didn't have to pay for that. No. Why was he in debt? That was that was in exchange for his debt. Oh, I thought the debt was was because it costs a lot to turn them into an XO. No, Cade was in debt to Clovis Bray. Okay, all right, fair enough. Because he 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 cocked up some security thing big time, uh-huh. and it, and he gambled and he drank, and he was he may have been may have had a, had a good heart, but his actions didn't show that originally. Now he did fall in love with Maya Sundaresh when he was working as a security guard or security specialist and she didn't even give him the light at the time of day now we know we're pretty we're pretty sure that was while they were working experiment on on the exo technology but because of his mess up he then to clear his debt became an said if, some, if you owed somebody, say, a million pounds, it's about $1.3 million if to, for the exchange, right? Very important, that little extra couple hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you somebody, somebody said, right, you do this for us, yeah. be part of this experiment, yeah. and we'll wipe your debt out, um, it's completely safe. Um, what could go wrong? Just collect these artifacts, put them together on this table. What's the worst that can happen? Y'all are being this awfully is a, negative this, this, Nancy about this whole thing. This, this, the, the, look at this example of our work. This guy's actually working really... We've already done it to this guy. He's working really well. Basically give you all immortality. Do you want to have a go? And we'll wipe your debt out. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And Cade, Cade had nothing to live for at the time and sort of went, yeah, all right then. 
So sign me up. What could go wrong? Mm. I know. I know. We we shifted away from Nezarak, but we just want to bring it back to Nezarak. We've been running around with an exotic fusion rifle this season. That parody brought up a good question. We'd like to know what's happening with this um, exotic fusion rifle, the delicate tomb, Arth. Tell us about the delicate tomb, Arth, and what it has in its bearing who's, for. Whose tomb is it, and why is it so delicate? Because I have been bumping this thing around. It's gotten thrown in the back of the ship. I've not treated it well. Just full dis- full disclosure. I believe there was a post on, I did see it on Twitter earlier in the week that had a picture from one of the game designers of it. And on reload, it looks like, I can find it. it must be on Destiny's Bulletin because they, they do a lot of pictures. On reload, it looks like there's like dust coming out the sides. Have you seen this parody? Is this why you were asking the question? No, and I just I I had seen it in all the discord of you know the artifacts and it being you know bits and pieces of someone and we're running around with this tomb all season. It was like, well, whose whose tomb is this, and why is it so delicate, and does this relate to our story? Because it seems a little like you know it's the seasonal artif- it's a seasonal exotic weapon, so it's got to be related in some way. I would assume a delicate tomb. The danger within is repulsive to us. They mistake the vessel for its contents. They confuse the pieces with the whole. They see their imprisonment as empowerment. They are hostages of their flesh, unable to see without vision, unable to hear without sound, unable to slake their thirst for fear of drowning. Their ignorance is their saving grace. Yet one among them understands. In their limited fashion, they pour from one vessel to another. A welcome change, a new form, another method of gifting death. I'm made finite, personal, bright and delicate to hide my true form, an intimacy. They think me contained, but I am instead diffused as vapour upon the wind. Once again, I am becoming. So so whose who's tomb is it? And and is is it a tomb at all? Because now from that description, it sounds like it's you know a red herring of sorts, or meant to meant to lead us in one direction, and now here we go in in a, another direction entirely. Nezarak had many tombs, as we already know, because the Drifter claims to have visited the fourth tomb of Nezarak. Okay, but sometimes people aren't actually buried in their tombs, are they? No. Tombs are often there to actually remember the person or to worship worship them. I I wanted to say worship, but that's more of a temple than a tomb. Yeah, well, as a memorial, not necessarily this is where your body is, but this is, we've erected this in in your honor, whether it could be good or bad. Yeah, like the pyramids of Giza, they're, they're tombs, but they're also shrines, but they're also memorials. Yeah. But do you know what this speaks to me about? No. Death giving power. As in the death of someone giving power to others or gaining no, power in giving, death? Gaining power in death, but the resident of the gun or the sacrificial weapon giving power to the dead individual. Mm, so by using the tomb, maybe we're helping to power Nazarak? Possibly. 
or you know or they mistake the vessel for its contents they confuse the pieces with the whole they see their imprisonment as empowerment so is it very much like the whisper of the worm exotic sniper oil? that's exactly the one i was actually going to hmm. compare it to and also what was theorized about um the oryx oryx heart gun that eris made i can't remember its name you know when we completed king's fall originally touch of malice we took touch of malice mm -hmm. it was theorized with us actually part of oryx being in that gun and we were still killing with it it was given oryx power mm. now we already know that zol who we defeated in Warmind. just remind us who zol didn't. was or zol is one of the worm gods one of the five worm gods now we already know two are dead so we have three remaining Zol being one of them that's dead, but not dead. Because we didn't kill Zol in his throne, Zol didn't die. Zol just went back somewhere. That All that dungeon was about where we got Whisper of the Worm was all about Zol. So when we got in there, effectively, if we defeated that dungeon, Zol gave us the Whisper of the Worm, and and basically every time... We kill with Whisper of the Worm. It gives Zol power. So you think that the Delic's Tomb is doing a very similar thing with Nezarek? Possibly. Well, it's it's very hard to say who it is. It is somebody. Okay. But we don't know who. Nezarek is possibly a good yeah, guess. It could just as well be Tanix. There you go. It's just that, yeah, because Nezarek's being thrown around in the story at this point in time, and this was the exotic that was given us to us at the beginning of the season that kind of just ties in that way. But as you said, it could be something completely different. Yeah, it could be. But if you want, I've got the Whisper of the Worm up so we can actually, you, you can see the example of the lore on it. A guardian's power makes a rich feeding ground. Do not be revolted. There are parasites that may benefit the host. Teeth sharper than your own. Zol, will of the thousands, perished but was not destroyed death is a road death is a metamorphosis the unsacred union between destroyer and the destroyed the might which defeats a god is also the ambrosia that god craves the meat sweet logic of existence asserted by violence the binormal decision between two ways of being which deny each other in dying zolf fed richly now came Zol unto the Taken, upon Io, who fed Zol with plunder, and tried to make of it an idol, and the commanding will. Yet Zol was bound joyously to the very logic that sustained it in its death. It wanted the sword proof, the single proof. It wanted to become a rule which divided the mighty living from the mighty dead. So it whispered the anthem and theme, the temptation to dominate the objective universe with the subjective will. It said, I shall be an engine to make your desire hegemon over your conditions. It said, wield me and use me to test your foe and its worship, Iart. So it is like whispering to us and egging us on. So the tomb yep. is the tomb is not, not so overtly like, hey, I use me to power things. Hey, use me. It'll be great. It's more just you think this is one thing and it's something else. But what is yep. it? Something else. Don't know if I feel any more or less 
<laughs> that, that it's part oh. of Nezirak or if it's just some other, you know, some other story beat, some other piece we haven't seen yet. And you remember, you remember the word I art? Yes. Comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. I've recently found a translation for it. Ooh. It's almost like um, an end of a prayer. Like a lot of Christians would end a prayer with amen. Okay. This is I art. Mm. So that would be preached to you, and the worship would go, I art, which, so be it. Is it any... Or it be so, or something like that. It's it's very similar to that. Is it related to any particular species? Is it a, you know, is it a... Hive. Hive? Okay. I told you ask if it was a hive sword logic prayer piece. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, the only sad thing is that when we get weapons like this, because there was another weapon, wasn't there, that's along the same lines as the Whisper and the same as the the fusion rifle here, that is feeding. It might have been the touch of malice, like you said, is feeding some other entity, or has in the law it says that it's feeding some other entity to bring it back to life. But we've never actually had those things come back to life. And again, I'd just like to point out, Bungie, you missed an opportunity so many times. Have they, though? But they've brought the King's Fall Raid back into the game. Yep. Who's to say that they, they couldn't have put somehow put Touch of Malice into a dungeon at some point or uh, just, yeah, a dungeon? They could have had, we had to go to the Dreadnought. There's a dungeon on the Dreadnought. Touch of Malice still exists. Yeah, no, no. But they could have put the Touch of Malice in there as we've now got this back and then later on down the line... They bring the King's Fall Raid back in, and it's now part of the story. They they missed that beat with the Vault of Glass. They could have had a good reason for that coming back in. They could have tied into the story. I'm just saying that each time they've missed the opportunity. And no, they don't want to tie and, into and the story. And I, w- I, will, I will say to you, have they? Yes. I would say yes. But then... How long ago was Nezarak mentioned? Just to mention... Nothing else. Year one, one, I'm guessing. Year one of Destiny 2. Yeah. Nezarak's been around for years. And only now are we getting clues to who he is. Right. Shin Malfur was mentioned as a baby in the Grimoire cards, in Ghost Stories. (laughs) Bungie are experts at selling us the long story. Well, they're, they're at least finally paying off. And that's one thing they, they have said, is we want to pay off a lot of these long stories we started. So, I, I mean, I give them credit for paying off. I'm not sure I'm willing to give them credit for, you know, seven years of buildup necessarily. But I'll definitely give them credit for saying, we introduced you to these characters, now we're going to do something with them. Yeah, but then they do actually bring these characters into them that they've mentioned. They've fed little bits here and there over many years, and everyone loses their mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm just, saying, Ma- as a story point, is this? <laughs> I'm just saying as a, like a story point of view, or even just bring back the Dreadnought and maybe not have had Oryx at the end, maybe have something else at the end. And then because we get the touch of malice back in our hands, it then feeds it to then Oryx is then back to then become, I know it's recycling stuff, but it would have made well, it a there, bit there's more. There's a theory out there. Oryx isn't dead. Yeah, I know that. Just that he's on Saturn, just hanging out, chilling. 
He's been killed. Well, no, his spy, Spider has actually told us, or there's, was it Spider? It was in the imminent law that Oryx's worm, or the skeleton of Oryx's worm, had begun to move. That's, it was only mentioned yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in the law, but one mention that then people will pick up on later when something else comes in, and it means something completely different. Who's to say, if Oryx's worm is alive, who's to say that worm won't, it isn't like, um, who's to say that worm and Oryx aren't actually uh, dead? They're just gradually coming back with us using um, Touch of Malice. And what's it's we, we don't know. What side oh, we, we are being fed? What side do you think that they would then fight on if Savathun is now with us? So let's just say she is going to be with us on the light side. Do you think Oryx comes back and takes that sister side, or do you think he takes his other sister side, who's out there on the witnesses side? Right. Good question. <laughs> yes. Is it a question for today? We've actually covered this law before, very early on when I first started on the podcast. Yes, but now we've got... In the books got, of sorrow. Yeah, we've gone past that now. We've, gone, we've now got to the point where Savathun is wielding the light, so it's past the books of sorrow. This is... Twice now, Oryx has doubted the darkness as it was back then. Okay. When he communed with it. And they have had sent Savathun before to bring him out of himself. Which is then when, just before he went back and killed um, Akka. Was it Akka? And made her into a ship. Okay. So, Oryx already had doubts. So he'd come back and he'd be on our side. I think so. That's not a bad one to have on your side. That's kind of an ace up your sleeve, isn't it, really? I don't know. We've killed him enough times. There might be some hard feelings there. (laughs) Look, we've killed each other in the crucible enough times, you know. There's no hard. I've only killed him once. I might get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, there's a good, there's a fairly good chance with the doubts he's had. If he actually spoke to Savathun, now Savathun can explain the full story of how they were deceived by the darkness or the witness and Rulk, and how they still have they st- the the mother of the worm gods trapped in that pyramid. Yeah. Um, in sort of, I'm not sure if she, I believe she's said to be alive, but in some sort of stasis or asleep. Yeah. But I believe he would, when, when he realized he's been deceived, bring all his power to bear. Would he still have but, the power but, of the taken though? Or would he just have his power? Because the Taken wasn't that gifted to him via the witness. The Taken was, yes. He wouldn't be the Taken King anymore. No. But he would still have a, a, a large amount of power there. Fair Who's to say? Here's one thought for you. Savathun's a light bearer. Yeah. His remains are still out there. There are still ghosts. Yeah. Who's to say Oryx won't be brought back as a guardian? Well, not a guardian, but a, uh, a lucent hive. <laughs> there you go dungeon on saturn called it for next season but then we we i, I mean the stories are, are taking us one way 
for the season and we're looking at like strand and we're looking at lightfall and we're looking at uh, this fantastic colony that has never been explored but then they're near Muna. yeah they're pulling us away from the story we've had with the witch queen there's no mention of ziva arath the third sister brother been taken over by the vex because no one's paid attention to them for years no i'm, I'm sure Arthur arthur's probably got a theory on this <laughs> no i haven't actually but i think ziva or Rath is actually waiting in the wings to come in either we've got to do something with ziva either next expansion or further on than that do you think ziva might be part of lightfall do you think that might be- yes i do that's more than likely where we're going to come because that's she's the last of the hive we have to the hive holy trinity if you will yeah. of the three we've defeated two now we've got one to go they've they've got to do something with zivu uh, to complete that that's what i was really wondering because they keep talking about the ending of the light and dark saga but does that mean that all of our characters are also ending at that point like yeah you know are all of these big big bads going away because that's sort of in my head for the long time. I was thinking, well, that the saga ends, and we're getting sort of a new saga, a new set of characters. But there's got to be some through lines. So yeah, now I wonder: is Zivu going to get wrapped up or addressed in this next season or two, or is Zivu going to be, you know, going to league with Callus in Lightfall, and that's how we kick things off there? Well, I think the thing is that we've had we had a whole expansion on the Taken King. We had a whole expansion on the Witch Queen. So it would only do her a disservice if she was put into a dungeon or maybe the next raid. I think she right. deserves yeah. her own expansion, to be honest. Otherwise, yeah, it deserves more than just, just a, oh, by fair. the way. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, you would just tie this up over here. Huh. By the way, the third sister lived happily ever after the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's really... Because, yeah, we have this yeah huge character that just has been out there hanging out, whatever. Yeah, it's like, what are we going to do with this? Are we going to wrap... Bungie definitely seems to be, you know, again, making those big strides, wrapping up those big story beats before the saga ends. But yeah, what 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 does the end of the saga really look like? Yes, something does need to I'm, be. I'm curious. Done with Zivu. Now, at the end of Lightfall, I don't believe that all the characters will be taken on, if or taken out, if they are planning to continue with Destiny. Right. Yeah, there's got to be some through lines because that in my head when they were talking about the end of the saga, I was thinking, oh, well, we'll, you know, end our time with these, you know, not these race, you know, the alien races necessarily, but like these particular big bad alien characters. But yeah, now that you've, you know, again, put what should have been very obvious into my brain. Yeah, you've got to have some through lines. You've got to have some through story of it can't just be like, all right, now here's a whole new set of people you've never heard of or care about that we're trying to introduce you to. And maybe Zivu is our first the first person in the new, you know, in Lightfall that, hey, here's who you're supposed to care about now. Here's what's going on with her. I think the problem that Destiny could run into is the Star Wars problem, is that you've created a trilogy. You can go back and you can tell previous Mm -hmm. stories for vast amounts of time, but people really want to know what happens next in the story beats with the characters that we we were originally taken with. And there's only Mm -hmm. so far that you can go with those stories before you start repeating yourself again. And then people like the Star Wars franchise, either enjoy it and they love the fact that, you know, it's kind of a little bit of the the old and, and new, or they hate the fact that they brought back the Emperor kind of thing. It's just like, why are we rehashing this? Why, you know, it's it's not what we signed on for. We signed on for 
the, you know, or they need to hand on the baton. Yeah, it needs to be something like that. Otherwise, you are going to be retreading things that people are not happy with. And we've seen how Star Wars can go. I'm not saying that I don't like Star Wars. I, I love Star Wars, and I was quite alright with bringing back the Emperor. I don't care. I thought that was a nice touch, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's the final death. Right, and I believe that is going to be the conclusion of the law for today. Otherwise, we can just go on for hours with this. Okay, well, thank you very much. But yeah, thank not you. a problem. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye. So, with half gone, we can now continue with telling people what's happening next week in Destiny. Destiny! <laughs> So if you tuned in at the beginning and you thought you were going to get all this information at the beginning, I'm sorry, we kind of mixed things up. We threw things around and we might even continue to do that afterwards because we like to kind of keep you on your toes and not give you timestamps so that you can skip around. You have to listen to all of it until you can find it. (laughs) Timestamps are for for the patrons. (laughs) Timestamps are for the week. We are also the light in the darkness. Right. Uh, We fall from the death over here, guys. Well, don't die, because otherwise, if you die, you won't be able to enjoy what's next week in Destiny. What is Respawn, if you die, you will not be able to take down Sepix Prime and the Devil's Letter Nightfall. You will not be able to enjoy, not that you would anyway, bonus <laughs> Gambit ranks all week long. All right, all right, all right. You will right. definitely not be playing Mayhem in the Crucible. And you will not be hunting Pinnacles in the Last Wish Raid or the Pit of Heresy dungeon if you die. So you should live, if for no other reason, for these things. And when you say pinnacles, does that mean that there's an extra pinnacle activity apart from the duality dungeon and apart from the King's Fall raid that you can get pinnacle power engrams to drop? Yes, there's going to be say another that. pinnacle raid out there next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every week there's a rotating pinnacle raid in dungeon, which we tell the people about. That Bungie also tells the people about every single week when they tell you what's happening next week. And we've told the people what's happening next week. We really have. But what we haven't told the people is where can they go pick up some of these um, new exotic pieces that I, I hear so much about, except for the new Hunter one, because you still can't wear it because it's still disabled. Are you talking <laughs> about Lost Sectors? I am. Hello! Hello! Please find me the Lost Sectors so I know if I'm missing things or I just want a better version. You know, I'm, I'm working on my roles and I'd like better versions of the exotics I have. Where can I go get those? Well, we can tell you what the rotation is going by what the rotation has been for several weeks now. But sometimes they do if there's a glitch or something game-breaking in that lost sector. Bungie do kind of swap it up on the day. And they don't necessarily tweet out about and tell people. So this should be the lost sectors for next week. So September 26th will be Monday. Bunker E15 over on Europa will be giving you legs so any exotic legs that you have and don't have you can go and farm your lost sectors to your heart's content there is a flag outside that will tell you what champions are in there and burns and parody has a website that it will tell you now where you can go to to check this ahead of time that'll be lost sector dot today but i've also learned that blueberries.gg has a very in-depth lost sector guide that will tell you what to run what suggested loadouts they have in a video to get you through it. So, lostsector.today if you want just the facts, blueberries.gg if you want all the details. Or, as always, we'll have links in our show notes to other recommended videos, Night Demon selected videos, 
yeah. telling you how to get through these. I like to go through YouTube and have a look at uh, who's putting out a video and going, you know, you can get through this with like a paper towel and a stick and still get an exotic <laughs> from the end of it. And, so, and, and some of these lost sectors, that's all you need. That's one thing I think Blueberry's GG has started doing is sort of ranking them by how easy it is to farm. Give them rankings and give them, hey, you can get this down to like two minutes per run with this loadout and with this, you know, sort of way to go into it. Yeah. So it's nice to know if they're like, yeah, this is a terrible one to farm. You know, maybe, maybe take that day off. Go do something else. Yeah. So September 27th, your Tuesday, will be the Conflux over on Nessus, and that will be giving you exotic arms. September 28th will be the Rift, also on Nessus, giving you chess pieces. September 29th will be the K1 Crew Quarters over on the Moon, and that will be exotic headpieces. I don't know why they say head on this list. It's it's helmets. Uh, September 30th because will the be helmet the... helmet goes on your head, maybe? Yeah. Well, it's a chest piece, legs. It should be boots, shouldn't it? Gauntlets. Yeah. Never mind. September 30th will be the K1 Logistics over on the moon, giving exotic legs. October 1st will be also on the moon with the K1 Communion, and that would be giving you arms. The 2nd of October will be the Sky Dock over on the EDZ, giving exotic chess pieces. And then finally, back around to Monday, October 3rd, will be Scavenger's Den on the EDZ, giving exotic heads. Helmets, that's the one. Nope, they're so just handing out heads. They're just handing out heads, yeah. So yes, I will make sure that I list each day in a grid, giving you a guide for each day for those as well. Now that I've gone into those lovely lost sectors and gotten all of the beautiful things yeah. from them, gotten all yeah. those lovely exotics, or, you know, sometimes maybe not gotten the exotics because it says, no, not today, Satan, not today. Where could I go? Not today, to Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Not today, uh, Satan. Okay, sure. So, sometimes you have to push back the forces of evil. They need to be told. In strict terms, not today. Okay. I mean, you know, pick the god, pick the god or underworld demon of your choice. You know, it's up to you. I'm not telling yeah, you what yeah. to do. No, no, fair enough. But what I will tell you is, if you are interested in buying the lovely package containing all of the Telesto items, it is available for silver this week. It does. It is a silver only thing this season, and it does come up on certain weeks. This coming week will be one of those weeks. So if you want to buy your lovely Telesto ghost shell, Telesto sparrow, and Telesto ship, you do have an opportunity to do that. But and we're where would I tell go you to, to buy? purchase this? Oh, you would go to the Eververse. The is that Eververse in game? Store. Is it in game? It, it is in game. It's in game. Okay. It's on a menu. You can either physically visit it in person, or you can go to it through your menu. It's up okay. to you. Physically, I won't tell you how to do it through my character. Yes, you can walk up to the counter and say, "Here is oh. what I would like." And that's you cannot in the go tower. to it out in the real world. That's coming in Destiny Three in twenty ninety seven. So, Night Demon. What do the people, what should the people be buying for Bright Dust? Because I know they've been picking up their additional bounties. And I know they've been earning their Bright Dust on their seasonal pass. And, and they're just itching to spend, to spend some, like the crying ice cream emote from this week. What might they want to spend next week? Well, although they have an offering of a concentrated matter gem, a glimmer shard, and a scavenger's boom at the Eververse store, just be aware if you purchase these, we will send Respawn personally round to each and every one of your houses and beat you over the head with a stick, because you do not need them. But what you could purchase is the Junkyard Shell, which is an exotic ghost shell, or 2850 Bright Dust. We have the Sinking Headache, which is a rare emote available for 400 Bright Dust. 
we have the X marks the spot projection for your ghost, which will be 1,500 bright dust. We have a shader called Breezy Clear, and that will be for 300 bright dust. We have the Splish Splash exotic emote for 3,250 bright dust. Sweep the Arena, that will be a legendary emote for 700 bright dust. We have the Urban Commander exotic sparrow for 2,500 bright dust. The Energetic Explanation rare emote for 400 bright dust. Now, if you are collecting the ornaments for the Fortnite packs that are, are up and you don't want to spend silver on them, next week is going to be your week to get your legs. So we have the ornaments for the Hunter, Titan and Warlock all available next week for 1,600 Bright Dust. Then we have the Objective Reality, which is a weapon ornament for the Truth Rocket Launcher for 1,250 Bright Dust. And then finally, the infinite door projection for your ghost for 1,500 bright dust. And again, just a reminder, you buy any of those other three things at the beginning, respawn's coming to your house. And it's not going to be a happy visit. No. I have sticks, and, 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 and they didn't take the little twiggies off the ends, so they're going to hurt. I'm struggling to remember all the other things we need to cover. One thing, I knew you were. One thing, I was like, is there something else I'm missing? There's there definitely is, something else I'm missing that I always miss that, yep. that, that Night Demon is, is kind enough to tell us about. Mm -hmm. That would be your challenges for next week. That's the one. See, challenges for week six. We have the Antiquarian Six, which is return the sixth relics to the helm. Also defeat powerful Cabal throughout the system. Defeating more will award bonus progress. So we'd like six relics placed. So you have to do make sure you do all six weeks. And as I found out with Arth this week, you can just continue doing the story if you haven't already done it and get all six in one week if you feel like it. So now's your week to do that. And 150 powerful Cabal. That will give you repute and challenge XP+. plus. Raise a glass, which is perform emotes at the end of Catch Crash or Expedition for additional rewards. Doing so on Master Difficulty will award bonus progress. This interaction requires the purchase of the first Swashbuckler upgrade, and they would like you to perform six emotes. Not too many, but I'm sure that's probably doubled if you're doing the Master. That would Which give if you... you haven't, if you haven't purchased that upgrade the immediate moment it was available, I don't know what's wrong with you, because who doesn't emote at the end of things? <laughs> so that's the... Uh, from the star chart, isn't it? You have to purchase the different upgrades for the yep. for doing the uh, catch crash and the expedition. It'll give you different rewards. You'll be able to uh, pick up crew members and extra stuff from it. So go and check that out in the star chart. That will give you repute and challenge XP+. plus. We have catch crash 2, which is in catch crash, destroy shield generators in the maintenance bay, hack terminals in the treasure hoard, and destroy storage tanks in the ether storage. Doing so on Master Catch Crash will award bonus progress. So 10 shield generators, 10 terminals hacked, and 20 ether tanks destroyed. That will award you with challenge XP+. I already have that as a challenge earlier this season. It, it was a challenge earlier this season, and I still haven't finished it. I've still got to do, I think it's the, I've done the shield generators, maybe it's, no, I've done the terminal hacks and I've done the ether tanks destroyed, but I haven't done the shield generators because every time I got to go and try and do one, somebody else was there first. So I haven't done that one yet. So hopefully this will be collective if it will take into account that you've already done the catch crash one and add that to it. But it might not. You never know. 
Next up, we have Hailstorm, which is defeat targets with arc or stasis abilities. Defeating combatants in expedition and defeating guardians will award bonus progress. 200 of those would be needed. So that's your abilities, not gun kills. And that will give you challenge XP plus plus. And Mayhem is up next week, so that might be a good place to get that done. Those guardian bonus kills. Apex Armorer. Masterwork, a single piece of armor. That will give you challenge XP plus and bright dust. Absolutely stunning. Stun, 50 champions. That will give you challenge XP plus 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 and some bright dust. What are the odds? They ought to complete that one as well. (laughs) I doubt it. That one's up every season. It's only stunning Mm -hmm. champions. You can literally stand in one room, stun them, wait for them to get back their health and Mm -hmm. stun them again. It goes quite quick. There are places to choose it. And then finally, Intended Authority, acquire the Crucible Ornament for Crime Mutiny, and that will give you Challenge XP++++ and Bright Dust. Once again, I tell you, Mayhem is up next week. See, I don't have an issue with uh, Crucible. You don't, but many, many other people do. Okay. I, so I'm trying to help I, those people who you have to drag kicking and screaming into Crucible, and even then, they're like, I don't want to be here, and I hate you, and I hate you for doing this to me. Okay, well, hear me out on this, right? With things like that, for getting the seasonal uh, weapon that we have that you can get from any of the vendors, and then you have to play back through, reset your rank to get the ornament for them. There are things that are set up for doing the Vanguard playlist, and there are things that are set up to do the Crucible playlist, and they all count towards accruing your XP towards that and then finally resetting it. So over a season of how many weeks that we normally have, 12 to 14, it's easily done, I think, in Crucible a lot more than it is in Vanguard. With Crucible, you've got Iron Banner, you have Trials up at the weekend, or you can just play regular Crucible. And all three of those things count towards resetting your ranks and getting XP for Crucible to get your ornament. The same thing similar. The same thing is similar with your Vanguard. You can play your, your three a week and just do that passively. But sometimes when you have a really easy nightfall, I say easy nightfall, when you have an easier than normal nightfall come up and they double rewards or they give you double XP and things like that, people are more incentivized to go and to like farm the nightfalls and, and do things like that. And again, that will help generate the XP to get you to go and play those game modes and then reset your rank and then get your ornament. There is nothing for Gambit. So hear me out on this. I think we need some kind of event or something that will entice people to go into Gambit a lot more and get reset their rank and get their ornament. And I understand you like it, Parody. I mean, I, it's, I'm not against Gambit, um, but it, it, it is like third on the list. If I have a choice of doing Crucible, Strikes or Gambit, I will do Crucible, Strikes or Gambit. Right, in that order. And yeah, yeah. And, and, and they do give you, like again, next week, double XP Gambit is up. But again, it's still the same thing. There's no there's no enticement to go in. You're either going to or you're not. It's not like, oh, there's a there's an event going on or there's something. I mean, again, you know, I mean, the yesteryear, they gave a Desperado. It's a Gambit drop. So there's at least a reason to go in if you're hunting that. But if you don't care about that, then, yeah, there's not much of a reason to go you know, earning those engrams and focusing things that there's nothing you're interested in. If you're, if you're playing Crucible, you enjoy play, playing Crucible. You have got trials up at the weekends. You have Iron Banner every couple of months, like one thing. There is extra enticement to go into those playlists to do other stuff than rather just play 
the just bog standard game mode. And the same with the Vanguard. If you're playing the Nightfalls and you're just getting the shards and the the rewards to kind of you get from that, you, you know, your uh, adept weapons. There, there's something additional that you can get from playing that game mode. It's not just go and play this game mode. We'll give you double XP for the week. They, they've got to do something more. Bungie's got to do something more to it. Have even if they bring back like Gambit Prime, like once a month or twice, you know, like they do with the Iron Banner, do a something focused around Gambit so that people think, oh, you know, and get the population in there to, and play it more. I'm just throwing it out there because I I was just looking at it this week that just passively playing my Iron Banner and then just doing a couple of trials bits every weekend without actually playing Crucible, any of the, you know, sticking in the competitive or going into normal control and just playing that and resetting my ranks. I've just nearly got to my second reset on just Crucible and I haven't really just played Crucible. All I did was Iron Banner and a bit of trials. So Gambit Labs with, you know, a reason for people to go in. Give people a reason to play the game yeah. mode because it's either you love it or you hate it. And most likely all you people out here out there hate it, which I can understand. It's it's something, especially it's it's much like Crucible. You either enjoy going into it or you don't. You either treat it like a horde mode or you get frustrated by, you know, trying to do well and people invading. It's mm. uh, yeah, I, I would love to see them do something with it. I mean, it's other than desperately needing some maps, like it's not in a bad spot right now. Like it's not like game time wise, game balance wise. Like it's not, you know, there is a freelance playlist on it now. So if you, you can go in just as a solo person and play other solo people, like, yeah, you still might get stomped or you still might stomp the other team, but you're not going to go up against the sweaty gambit four stacks. And yes, sweaty gambit four stacks are absolutely a thing, mm. but yeah, it, it, it's just, it's like we, we created this and we sort of forgot about it. The end. Or even what was the what was the the game mechanic that you went up the bridge? I can't remember the name of that. That you that was the tight. reckoning. The rec- I thought it was called the reckoning. What about like maybe doing that? Maybe like they do with the Iron Banner. Do that kind of uh, game yeah, bring, event. Bring that like, in on once every couple of rotation. months. Bring it on a rotation, mm-hmm. and at the end of you know defeating the boss at the end, do what they do with like. Uh, nightfalls and that just you can get shards you can get uh adept weapons there, there's a reason to go and do that you know there are gambit weapons that people would go and get if there was a way of kind of getting them or even like we do now with crafting if you get to the end you get a chance of getting a red bordered weapon imagine you with your gnawing hunger that you love so much that you'd be able to craft and be able to do it get the role that you want you know there'd be enticement it's been in the game so why not bring it back to do something in the game that will then entice people to, and you get XP going towards Gambit for playing it that week. And it's just another way of kind of enticing people into a game mode. Yeah, no, fully agreed. I, w- I would love them see them do something with Gambit. Give us a Gambit Labs, give us a <laughs> an inkling that you're thinking about it. You know, yeah. we still play it on a planet that's been taken out of the game for how many seasons now? Looking at you, Titan. Yeah. They, and I agree with you, they need to to bring back some of the maps that they took out of it because they weren't working very well. It's been yeah. it's been over a year now. Yeah, for for a game mode that's gotten a lot of investment in terms of tweaking it and changing it around, it's also I mean, much sort of much like PvP, hasn't gotten a lot of new investment. Hmm. 
Anyway, there you go. Bungie, we've given you some more ideas. Why don't you run with that? Because I know you're listening. Because there, there's a there's a joke that's in the Respawn to Report Roundup this week that tells me that you listened to the end of the show last week. And speaking of the Respawn to Report Roundup, why don't we go there first? Let's just let's mix things up this week. Let's catch the Hunter Master Rager off guard. Oh, I'm not off guard because Lucky Pop says Twitch drama. And he's talking about uh, how the Twitch streamers are not happy with the revenue that they've been getting. Dun, dun, dun. I thought they were getting, whole... that they're going to start getting. Yeah, that. Um, DFP at DFP. Shake. Whatever that word is. Shake. Says. Huh? It's shake. Okay, sure it is. Imagine a system for trials where you're rewarded for how much you play. Regardless of wins or losses, it tallies up how many games completed, kills gotten, supers used, etc. And then when you go to hand in your card, you get a ton of loot based on that. People would play all weekend. I agree. If you go flawless, then you get even more loot. But everyone would walk away feeling like they'd made a decent use of their time. Wouldn't need a flawless pool because all skill levels would be getting involved for the loop. Mm, I'm not sure on that one. I like the flawless pool every now and then. Like, I know when that goes, and let's just tell people about that. If they, if you're not aware, when Twilight comes up at the weekends, they have from, I believe it's from Friday reset to Sunday's reset, that you can play as many times as you like in that reset. And you'll be playing all the same people. But once you've got a flawless count on your card, you get put into the flawless pool, which then goes live Sunday's reset. So they're out of the player pool. And anybody else that is going for flawless has a little bit better of a chance because they're not going up against the sweaties all weekend. So from Sunday through to the reset on Tuesday, us peasants kind of like to play sometimes and have a chance at getting to the lighthouse. <laughs> so... I sometimes like that. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I'd have to play more <laughs> to I take advantage you. of that. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah what do like, you honestly, say are words that make sense when put together the way you put them together? Yeah, I mean, I'm more motivated by the, by, the, by the solo queue, the freelance playlist than I am by the, you know, when I play on the weekends. But part of it is just when I have time to play. But I did like his idea of, again, just go participate and honestly, absolutely you know you, know, you mean, can do something you know something like that in gambit you know do put some put some pinnacle chase rewards in gambit same idea just go engage with this game type and we will give you things for engaging with it you know sure. if you do great you get better stuff but but just by go playing it you get things out of it for those of you that are out there saying well that's what bounties for yeah but you don't get an unlimited number of bounties bro <laughs> it's not unlimited Almost. plus you have to do the card before you can even get access to some of these weapons anyway so this guy's idea, yeah, give people loot just because they participate. I dig it. Um, DestinyTracker.com says, currently the most used weapons in the Crucible are... The No Time to Explain, the BXR-55 Battler, the Beloved, and the Awestringer. No surprise there. Cheese Forever says, I spent 100 Umbral Energy with no red borders. I tried the random weapon Ingram plus the targeted focus. I'm about to hijack a catch and loot it. First of all, 100 Umbral Energy with no red borders? That's only 10 weapons, bro. Not even. 
<laughs> yeah, but but he makes a point where I'm having the same struggle. I am over level 100 in the season. I ha I can craft exactly one weapon because I've got enough red borders for it. The red borders are not dropping. Where are they, Bungie? Where are the red borders? Red borders for what are you trying to look for, dude? Uh, the seasonal weapons. Mm. All of the I've new got, seasonal weapons. I've got a few of those already. I can craft the sidearm and I think the shotgun. I, yeah. I just got the last one I needed for the machine gun last night. And that wow. came out of, I don't even, it wasn't even the activity. It came out of like a random drop from, I can't remember where I was. Something unrelated to Catch Crash or Expedition. <laughs> I've, I've had some in Crucible drop. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, okay, that, that must have been it. It was either Crucible, yeah, Crucible or Trials. Yeah. At the end of the, one of those, it's like, here's a red border. I'm like, okay, I'm confused, but I'll take it. I'll dig it, yeah. All right, we have Bungie Store says, Did you think we forgot about you, Warlocks? The Nezirak Sin miniature helmet replica is in stock and shipping now. Speaking of shipping, my jacket, Bungie sent me an update saying, Hey, <laughs> expect your raid jacket in September. Uh, Bungo? Of which year? <laughs> <laughs> it is the 24th. You're almost out of September. <laughs> but there's a little September left. Yeah. And I still don't have a tracking number, so, uh, you know. You don't, you, well, you don't need it. Why don't you get on that, Bungo? You know, you're yeah, almost they out sent you the update. They'll send you, they said you'll get it by September. <laughs> You've got time. <laughs> One week. Um, anyway, uh, Bungie Help says, due to the completion requirement being too high for many players, we have auto-completed the Champions Defeated Objective for this week's Sales of the Ship Stealer Seasonal Quest. Cool. Yeah, so if you looked at that and said there's no way, they've already done it for you. So now you can continue your seasonal quest. Yeah. What was it, like 100 captains or something insane? 50 champions. 50. 50 5-0? Yeah, Woo! 5-0 in Catch, Crash, and Expedition? Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing was, it was, part of the, it was part of the seasonal quest. Oh. So this is your sale of the ship stealer's quest that you're kind of doing right. up to the 62 steps. And this week's quest step, before you could progress any of the story was defeat 50 champions and wait before you could progress the story yeah, this yeah. Was part, yeah that this was this week's story step because you said seasonal you said seasonal i'm like well snap yeah. you got all season to do that no it's not a yeah. seasonal no. challenge <laughs> it right. was the story uh, yeah. step for this week right yeah i mean you do have all season to do it but you can't progress until you do this step <laughs> oh my god the wow, funny Bongo. thing was, the funny thing was, where I was playing with Arf this week, and we needed to go back and do a lot of catch crash, and we did a lot of expeditions. I was slowly chipping away at this, and when I actually looked at it, when I logged off with Arf, I was up to like forty-eight out of the fifty. I thought, ah, oh, <laughs> problem. I can go and do another two, but then yeah, it automatically completed. But it was, I wasn't even paying any attention to it until it was pointed out to me. I was like, oh yeah, oh I'm I'm, I'm doing that now because I'm having to go back and play. So if you hadn't played yeah if you were going back and helping somebody else it was all right but if you you'd kind of done like off if you'd have played the season like he did on the wednesday of just doing the story missions he would have got to that point and probably gone nah not for me we're not doing 50 now <laughs> probably gone, i've already killed how many of these and now you want another 50 no no mm. sir um cheese forever says turning off nav mode invokes chat has solved 50 percent of my issues did i put those two in in the opposite order as i meant to mm. there should there should be one 
Oh, I sure did. Uh, yeah. Whoops. So I gave you the same one twice. Basically, he was having a problem where I guess on the console, uh, doing a lot of things will invoke you know the chat mode, you know the, the text chat on the console. Like yeah. anytime you go into a menu, you bring up your ghost, it brings the chat mode up. And he's like, uh-huh. so turning that off will sort of fix some of that problem. I wouldn't know because I turned off t- text chat like day one and forgot it even existed ever since. So that's also an option. Oh, before we carry on, I just want to remind people that week one's challenge, there was Flourish of Power, which was Defeat Guardians in Mayhem playlist with super abilities, and you had to get 50 of those. So if you haven't completed that from week one, don't forget, this week coming up, we have Mayhem back again. So there you go. Speaking of Mayhem, Liana Rupert says, Regarding the weapons theory from last TWAB, temporarily delayed for a near-future TWAB, Weapons team has been on a podcast circuit with people and got some really cool insight that we wanted to take a smidge more time to explore. It's still on the way. That told us nothing. Yeah, so a bunch of people were like, hey, Bungie, you told us you'd tell us, you know, weapon crafty things in the last top, and then you didn't. So that's why. What? They're obviously not talking about me. Uh, but it says, okay, at Bungie, at Respawn, standing against toxicity and harassment takes all of us working together to build healthier communities. We are with you in that effort at Respawn. I know they're not talking to me because I am on the opposite end of that pool. <laughs> no, Respawn okay. oh. Entertainment, not re- I, Respawn. I, I, I did have a very good person. chuckle putting your report together of all the of all the discourse <laughs> in the last day or two about you know giving Respawn kudos for standing up to harassment. Yeah. So nope, I just thought me. that that was that was yeah, you know, and, and it's respawn yeah, respawn studios, respawn entertainment basically saying, Hey, a bunch of you respawn to the community are harassing our devs and people. Quit mm-hmm. it. Because we don't have to talk to you people. We don't have to put up with that. That's true. We have no tolerance for it and we won't do it. And Bungie's like, Yeah, hard agree. Yep. So um although I will stand up to bullying, I am also an invoker. Please. As we went over earlier, when we were telling you not to buy those things from the Eververse store. Right, see? Exactly. Uh, Destiny Bulletin says, new, Bungie is hiring partnerships, sorry, a partnerships manager to seek out the best and boldest opportunities within multiple market sectors, from gaming and movies to technology and fashion, for an unannounced AAA project. Yay. That sounds fantastic. Fun. It's all fall guys. <laughs> uh Destiny Bulletin World's first Master King's Fall raid completed in 35 minutes and 42 seconds. Oh, the master. Okay. I was like, well, damn, I've I've gotten close to that, but it's master, so nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, cool. JK. <laughs> JK lol. So who was that? Uh oh oh you want another team okay the the team that successfully did it is called uh Shenzi Scrub Southside Shorty Zemo Jazz and Mexis so if you know those guys cool if you don't know those guys yeah who cares so <laughs> Darrow Nine recently Bungie secretly patched one of the rarest shaders in the game and now it looks way cooler. Check it out. Of course, the name of the thing is not in here. <laughs> I believe that is the not not kitty cat, but indeed fox mask. Is that that one? 
No, no, the shader. The shader, homeboy. Oh, oh, the shader. Okay, yeah, because I the, believe the... it is the King's Fall flawless shader. Hmm. Ah, flawless. Ah, so they're not talking about the the. I see. You're talking about the shader, not the no. armor you put the shader on. I'm not saying this because I'm you literate, said this two weeks ago when you were talking like a pirate. So I'm no, it was last week's joke. Mm-hmm. True Vanguard. No, tell them about what making Cosmo a goal said. to continue to diversify my content in the next year with some awesome titles coming out. I think I'll cover Destiny as long as it exists, just because I genuinely love it. But some of my most viewed videos of all time are the other games that I also really like. Kaka says there's games other than Destiny 2, to which Destiny Bulletin said, yeah, Destiny 1. Lol. Yeah, And uh, that is it for the response. Why are you not reading my thing? That's nasty. I don't like you now. Fired. <laughs> all right. So apparently, Night Demon thinks that Bungie listens to our show. They do. They obviously because do. Cosmo happened to look at the same pirate joke website as Night Demon did, and said, "You'd think a pirate's favorite letter would be the R, but in truth, it'd be the C." Har har har! Yuck yuck yuck! I feel bad for saying it. Confirmation he listens to the show. That's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm, 100% accurate. Cosmo, if you listen to the show, just at any one of us, just something random, right? Just anything. I don't care if it's just like, yeah, I listen to the show. No, I don't. Whatever. I don't care. Just at respond, any one of us. And he's not going to see it for three years. I was going to say, well, he has a Twitter. Tw- yeah. He's probably already done it. <laughs> I have a Twitter. You guys know I have a Twitter. I even tweet our stuff right. out almost every but week. Do you know you have a Twitter? That's the question. Do you know how to I know you do. Twitter. I know you got one. You know you've got one? Yes. I think. <laughs> so I know we're just we're just teasing the listeners here by getting closer and closer to this week at Bungie. But before we get there, we had a hot We're not even there yet. Oh my tummy. Six point two point zero point six on September twenty second that changed a few things in the game. We did. Well, first of all, we, we threw out Hotfix 6205. It was it was garbage. We didn't like it. Didn't even roll, didn't even bother pushing it out. So no. we had 6206, which um, they claim to have just the, in the Crucible, the adjusted map frequency waiting for Disjunction and Cathedral of Dusk, which if it's like my experience, makes those 100% available to come up. They fixed the issue where players could also not progress the weekly Crucible challenge in Crucible Labs. So you can play labs all you wanted, but it wouldn't actually uh, push your challenges forward, which made everybody sad. The King's Fall Raid, they fixed an issue where the Daughters of Oryx were taking extra damage from rocket launchers and other sources. They fixed issues where players were able to survive certain type of wipe mechanics throughout the activity. And uh, an issue where players could sometimes spawn behind the doors of the War Priest encounter. They fixed some things in armor. The seasonal mod uh, improved Sword Scavenger and Leg Armor mod Sword Scavenger would stack. If you equip one of these mods, you can no longer equip the other. So no, no longer can you stack your sword scavenger mods. The regular and artifact machine gun scavenger mods were also able to stack. That too has been unstacked. They did fix an issue where the Touch of Malice Blight projectile could affect allies, blinding them and causing them to take additional damage from Weapons of Sorrow. They fixed the issue where the Touch of Malice was also, um, its final round was incorrectly doubling its damage when hitting the Divinity Field. Hmm, good times. 
They also fixed an issue where the spark of feedback fragment could cause abilities, buffs, and debuffs to stop functioning in rare cases. And finally, if you're on ye olde Xbox or ye olde PlayStation, uh, your embedded links for Korean purchase dialogues weren't functional. Now they are. They fixed the crash that would encourage startup on PlayStation 4 when users had a large number of platform entitlements, you entitled PlayStation users. <laughs> and they fixed an issue where the 120Hz refresh rate option was missing on both the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. So once again, you can play at the proper number of hertz in the Crucible on those consoles. And Bungie, I know that I'm not breaking your heart here or giving you any information you don't really understand or know. But Cheese Forever has a video going over how to stack the uh, mods again for the rockets and swords. So you haven't really fixed it. If Cheese like got a video clockwork. Out we fixed yep. the thing. Cheese says, LOL, JK, no, you didn't. Yeah. I mean, that's the Cheese experience. Cheese channel linked in the show notes. Always and forever. So yeah, that was, that was our hot fix. And there was... A whole, uh, actually, I think I, I need to send you this link. I, I saw it relating to the whole uh, rocket launchers doing additional damage to the Daughters of Oryx is because of the way, like, the Daughters of Oryx were showing up as, like, uh, different, you know, there's, like, boss types, mini vehicles. boss types. They're showing up as vehicles. vehicles. Yeah, that's the one. So someone on Reddit, and I'll send, put, send the link to 19 for the show notes, has put together a list of, like, all of the ways that all the different types of weapons do damage to bosses, mini to bosses, vehicles, and all that good stuff which sort of explained why the rocket launchers were doing extra damage to things. Why they show up as vehicles is a whole nother question entirely, but one we do not have answers to. And now, now you know, you know what we're almost, almost ready for? Cool. No. We're almost ready for this week of Bungie. Let's get it. But, but before that, I think we need to say a very special thank you to all of the lovely people who looked at this show and said, we tried to listen to you on Spotify, but Spotify has failed us, so we went elsewhere. We enjoy everything you do for us each week, up to and including giving us shows completely out of order, so we never know what we're going to get. Will there be lore? Will there not be lore? What there will be is excitement, mayhem, and chaos. And I would like to give a very special thank you to our Patreons. They know who they are, and we know who they are. They are the T-Rex King, Zepp Orbit, and the Scarlet KM, who have decided to say, I want to be an Otter Dance troop member. Because it's a fun dance to do. Who wouldn't want to? And I also want to give a special shout out to Golden God and Pee Pee Pipe. For one, being lovely patrons. Patrons? 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 Words are hard. People. Being, being like, we like you a lot. Here's some money for doing what you do. Because, you know, we love you and we appreciate you. And we thank you very, very much. And also, a special thank you to Pee Pee Pipe which is P-E-E-P-Y, Pipe, which we got an origin story this week of her time in COD where she would peek around corners. That's where the name comes from. But Respawn was trying to talk to the group we were playing match, Master Catch Crash with, with this week and referred to her as the pee-pee girl, which was worth its weight in gold, hearing him try to refer to her, not remembering her full name, and um, just, I'm sure, getting lots of people going, why are you talking about the pee-pee girl? It was wonderful, so thank you for that. And if you, too, are interested in becoming one of our various, very valuable patrons, who, at some point, we will give you more things than just our undying satisfaction, love, attention, and shoutouts on the show, you, too, can go to patreon.com slash T-T-A-H. 
to find all the lovely things there. And uh, we're working on things to give you lovely humans. Because as we've always said, the show is not going to change. The show stays the show. We're not going to say, here's all the cool things we used to do and then you have to pay for. No, no. We're just going to give you more things. Yeah. What are those things? You have to subscribe to find out. Patreon.com slash TTAH. Indeed. And now. You put the link. I thought you were going to read her feedback. Is that not a thing? Oh, I can read her feedback. Or or you can read her feedback since you. All right, I can read it. You're, I just saw the link. The, you're half the reason I wanted to say I appreciate you. <laughs> So, uh, again, Pee Pee Pipe has, says absolutely 100%. I picked up the game a few months ago and craved some more information and wanted to dig deeper into this world of Destiny. I used headphones at work and decided to look up Destiny 2 and Spotify, and boom, there you were. I was hooked within 10 minutes. And after the second full episode I listened, I noticed a show schedule with topics and quickly recognized the sounds to decipher the different sections, which each are equally important and fun. I kept hearing terms like dim, little light, god roll, and had no clue what was going on. So I joined their Discord. Sure, I could have done a Google search for the Destiny questions I had, but I prefer real-time questions and answers. Every day I learned a bit more from the people here, the show, the show notes, and multiple other resources that stemmed from here. I, too, get excited every week when a new episode comes out, and it's a great way to burn a few hours at work while getting dot, 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 educated? Yeah, we'll go with that. Thanks for all the hard work, guys. It shows. I really mean it. Keep it up. And you know what? We do this for people like that, for people like you, for people that can't get your news anywhere, or you can, and you still choose us. For some reason that we still haven't figured out. And you know what? We've had to think about it. Because other people have asked us, how are you so successful? And we're just like, I have no idea. How are we successful? Demon's like, I have no idea. Parody's like, I don't know. So I we know. don't know why we, you love us, but you do. I know the so. secret. Nope. I, I know the secret. I figured it out this past week. Oh, what I was it? I figured it out. What? Because Demon worked out a secret deal with Spotify. He signed a huge contract behind the scenes. <laughs> when anytime anybody searches Destiny and Spotify, it just directs them to us. Nice. Well, no fact, but I, I uncovered this this week in, in my in my deep investigations. <laughs> well done, but, Demon. Well done. No, but seriously, yeah, but no, but thank you. Thank you, everybody who listens. Thank you, everyone who listens and likes us enough to go here some dollars. We dollars, pounds. You know, whatever currency we Sense. appreciate you, we thank yeah, you, and uh, yeah, we're gonna keep doing what we what we do. And right now, what we're gonna do is respawn's gonna read you this week of Bungie in a pirate voice within one breath. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do neither of those things, um, <laughs> but I will read it though, just not the way he said it. I was okay. So this week at Bungie nine twenty two twenty twenty two. This week at Bungie, we've got a light twab for you, but the teams are so excited to share what they've been working on soon. Remember. Twabs are just one part of the conversation. A lighter twab is a good thing, sometimes. It means heads are down and creativity is high. But before we dive into that, here's what we've got for you this week. For this twab's twab time, we aren't, ta- we aren't talking like pirates anymore, Dad Panda. But we do have a nifty way for you to continue living that pirate fantasy with the Season of the Plunder soundtrack. We've also got a few new Bungie rewards to earn for those swashbucklers looking to make their mark on the non-digital world. More legendary universal ornaments and an update from our player support team on known issues and what's coming down the immediate pipeline. 
But before we get into all of that, we wanted to take a moment to talk about something important. That is the response to the September national disasters. We are devastated by the crisis occurring in communities around the world due to Hurricane Fiona, Super Typhoon, Nam Namnadol, and the magnitude 7.6 earthquake in Mexico and beyond. Our humanitarian partners are rapidly and efficiently responding to these disasters and ensuring that the communities impacted are receiving life-saving care. The reason they can respond so quickly is because they work year-round to prepare communities for such disasters. This is why we are hosting the Team Rubicon Preparedness Month campaign throughout the month of September. As we speak, Team Rubicon has a reconnaissance team in Puerto Rico to determine unmet needs. They are working with local community leaders to develop a response plan to assist residents impacted by the catastrophic flooding. And they're also planning to check with the families whose roofs were built after, I'm sorry, whose roofs were rebuilt after Hurricane Maria in 2017 to ensure that they were able to withstand this latest weather event and to offer additional support where they can. Thank you to everyone who has already supported this initiative. You have already raised over $200,000 with a week left to go. In times like these, Team Rubicon needs your support more than ever. All funds raised will support the Unrestricted Ready Reserve Fund, which fuels all aspects of Team Rubicon's mission and allows the organization to flex when and where the disasters hit. Donations also drive its year-round preparedness work, including volunteer training, mitigation efforts, and long-term recovery. As a reminder, anyone who donates $50 or more by Friday, September 30th, Friday, September 30th, at 11.59 p.m. PT, will receive the Seeds of Hope emblem. And the emblem is very green, very nature-ish. And you have a tree. Um, da, 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 da. Very and helpful. we have the Titan, the Warlock, and the Wardrobe. And some pirate music. What's better than being a space pirate that teams up with an adorably nerdy Elixney? I would die for Edo? Question mark? Oh, I die. Listen, huh? Ida. Her name's Ida. Sure. Her name is Ida. Listening to the sounds of adventuring as said space pirate that teams up with an adorably nerdy elixir. Duh. But for any bunch of rewards members that have been kicking butt and taking enemy names in Season of the Plunder, this season's soundtrack is available now to the Bungie store for free. How much Again. Is, how, many, how many dollars is that? Again, this this season soundtrack is available through the Bungie store for free. So what do you need to do? Well, simply put it up. <laughs> my tongue actually came out of my mouth and I bit it. Um <clears throat> okay, so what do you need to do? Simply play through the salvage and salvation mission located in the helm. Have your account tied to your Bungie Store logon, and you're ready to jam, or plunder, or scallywag, whatever you want to do. I'm still a little rusty on the pirate lingo. 
we all have our personality flaws. We've got some other goodies too, including that cute, stinking little lucent moth that we showed off during our recent Destiny 2 showcase. Players who complete the Beacon's Guidance quests by deciphering the locations of the hidden treasures can purchase an exclusive Beacon's Guide hat, which is only available during the Season of the Plunder. Players who have completed the... <laughs> um, players who have completed the Lepidopterist Triumph from mm-hmm. the Witch Queen can purchase this exclusive collectible only from the Bungie store. Because anybody that tells you they don't want a cute little lucent moth simply cannot be trusted. So that's the one where you have to collect all the moths for... We have some guides in our show notes of collecting those each week. So if you haven't collected them, we have some guides. I have not collected them. You don't get a moth. No moth, no hat. No need to pronounce that triumph at all. Lepidopterus. I am am astounded that you got that at one go. Right? (laughs) (laughs) The number... The number of words we all stumble across yeah. every week. When I've had, bro, sleep. that was like that's like hard <laughs> uh, mode word right there, man. What? Uh, that's the secret. Sleep. <laughs> when I have sleep, I can put letters together and everything. So, think legendary, but make it fashion. Now, this is something that we did point out. I think it was week one or two of the season. There was, I think it was Scarrow Nine that did a video on this. There were three chess pieces that were available in the Eververse store for silver. I think it was like 600 silver each piece for the Titan, the Hunter, and the Warlock, which kind of synergize with different exotics. So for the Titans, you have the Doomfang plate, which go with the Doomfang pauldrons, which are the exotic gauntlets, and they do different glowy things, which look really cool. For the Warlocks, you have the the robes of Nezarek. Half? Where's our lore on that piece? That synergizes with your Nezarek Sin helmet. And for your hunters, you have the Vest of Orpheus, which synergizes with the Orpheus rig, exotic boots. So that's available in the Eververse store, only for silver. And I believe they did this last season, but there were, I think it was helmets that went with other exotics from last season. I'm not sure 100% if they are still available in the Eververse store. If they are, I will let you know next week. I will go and check. Personally, I will check for you guys Unless you decide, you know, in game to go and have a look for yourselves. And then that way you don't need me to tell you. But there you go. There's some stuff. Question is, are any of these worth buying? Do, mm. do you look do you look at any of these and go, I need to have this? Possibly. You know, I'm I not, mean I'm not saying they're not lovely, it's just I like the fact that they more. synergize with the exotics. Now it's been mm-hmm. it's been an age since I've put on my Doomfang pauldrons to go with a Doomfang plate. So you know, might make me put it on and synergize it. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. But we do have this week on the deadliest catch, a player support report. We already told you what we fixed. Not we personally, but we Bungie have fixed because now we're part of Bungie. I'm just calling it. We're part of Bungie now. In 6206, we told you what we fixed. Uh, the Crucible Quitter pop-up is back. Bungie's investigated an issue where players were mistakenly receiving an early match quit pop-up when launching directly into another activity from the Crucible post-screen menu. Players will not receive a penalty when this occurs, but the pop-ups can be mitigated by going to orbit first and then going into your new activity. 
So if you had finished a Crucible map, you were on the end map screen, or you know, end match screen telling you how you did or didn't do, and then you went to go play something else before the counter counted down, you were getting a pop-up saying, hey, you left the game early. You weren't really being penalized for that. It was just showing it to you, and it shouldn't have been. Another list of things the game shouldn't be doing that Bungie knows about. The Queen's Wrath perk on the Wish Under Exotic Bow works inconsistently on certain PvP maps. The Nine Lives Ghost Shell is missing flavor text. I know that'll decimate Gator because he loves his ghost shells. Oh, very so much. The duplicate shader rewards can drop from the bright engrams, which is something that Cheese put a video in about this week that my team will probably highlight because Bungie had previously said you cannot get duplicate shaders from bright engrams, and Cheese was very upset about it, as were others getting duplicate shaders. The public event dialogue audio on Nessus does not properly trigger when participating in an event, which I feel like has been a bug for a while now. Don't look directly at the turrets in the catch scratch activity because they are overly bright. Players might, may be killed when activating the bells in duality, so be careful around those bells. Those are the new issues for a full list of issues. There's a link in the show notes if you care, and if you don't care, then uh, you don't have to think about them until we tell you about the new ones next week. Now you're ready to walk like a hive god? Walk like an Egyptian. No, hive god. Yeah, I've got like a hive guy. I mean, they may be Egyptians, but probably not. Mm. No, no one tried to walk like a hive god. No, not yet. There's no. there, there's eight months of, of drawings, multiple art, video editing, but it's finally done. There's a movie of the week that took took a whole lot of time with a very sad boy sitting in the darkness. There's also some Osmium Dynasty lovely pyramid ships. And, uh,. <laughs> Okay, this this is absolutely how I would use <laughs> all of me hearties as ways to to transport beverages back and forth. That's what servitors are for. Putting putting bottles of brews on their head and having them follow you around. Oh goodness. And uh yeah. And someone's wearing Nazarak Sin, standing in the in the darkness in the ships. Yeah, see, there's that's there's lovely what, artwork, and then there's that's pirates. what I was desperately hoping for. You see how that glaive is made to look like a scythe? That is what I was really hoping this season would have for us. But no, they missed an opportunity. Sad panda. And uh, well, that's a wrap. Only one more twelve to go before we get spooky in October. They've already <gasps> given the festival Halloween for this year in a previous twelve. But for a few more things to share before that, we get to bust out the festival masks once more. But let's be honest, those masks, they are a gift from the gods. Or from our design team, you know, either or. And a moment of silence for him. The chicken mask. Now this makes me sad. That the chicken mask is getting a moment of silence. Does that mean we can't use it? Bungie, don't take our chicken mask. Yeah, they're not saying why we're getting a moment of yeah. silence. Well, but now that moment's over. So, things are ticking around. Hippie should go. We should go. But not before we tell people. What else we may have in store for them? Well, I think we have a, tips, a, tricks, a guides, builds, and fun things. Yay! Small batch of Night Demon specified videos. Well, we will continue to tell you to go and sub to Cheese Forever to keep up to date with any glitches, any cheeses that may help you in the game. And also, Mr. The Plunder the Booty channel, which is also permanently linked in our show notes for any builds out there. Now, I know what you're thinking that maybe 
Why isn't he telling you to to also go follow us on YouTube? I don't know. I have no idea. Why he's plugging other YouTubers instead of our own YouTube? That's a really weird question. We do that in the end of the show before we leave them (laughs) for in case people miss us. If you you like the way that we sound, you can go and follow us on YouTube because we do put the show out there each week. So there was some gameplay of me badly playing the game each week, you know, without fail. With this podcast, you can you can go and watch that, but I'm not telling you to go and watch that. What I am going to go and tell you to do is go and watch Fallout Plays this week because he has a, a very, very good guide on how to do your weapon crafting and power leveling and stop doing certain things and stop going places that, you, you know, aren't very optimal. It's it's an amazing guide. Have you guys seen this this week? Have. He, he told uh, me no, I but if he... the Shirochi wish wall isn't one of his places to farm, no, no, then I can't is... trust him. It is his only way, and there are he certain me, elements. He told me that I should need. go be a hunter while I do it. There are certain elements that you need, and so, a way that mm-hmm. you kind of set yourself up to get the maximum out of doing this in the, the most, you know, quick in the quickest time, basically. Okay. Yeah. So even you, as a hunter, could learn something. Mm, probably not. Specifically, I mean, he is I a hunter. Probably know exactly already is, what he does if if he's already farming. No, you don't. Yeah, this is this no. is the mistake that people are making, which he wants to point out. You may think that you already know what the optimal way of doing it is, but you don't, unless you're full now, of course, or you've watched sure. his video and you've copied the video. Then you know. Nope. So until you've done you that, I'm not taking your word for it. I'm the one that keeps telling you guys every week the wish wall is the place to go. But no, no, I trust me. I, I have no idea what I'm talking I ha- about. I have never been to the wish wall once in my life. Or no, I'm sorry. I've been to the wish wall. I've never been to Shiro, Shiro Chi once in my life. I, I will uh, take you one day. Not friend. even once. Now, something also interesting in his video, he does point out there is another YouTuber or uh, Discord user that has literally all the checkpoints saved. Uh, there's a bot that saves all the checkpoints that you can go and use. And I can't remember the name of the guy that was in Fallout's video, but if you go and watch the video... I think it's all linked in his notes underneath in his YouTube comments. And yeah, I thought that was, uh, I was very curious how that works to have bots holding checkpoints. Cause I didn't even know that was a thing, but if you're hunting for checkpoints, fallout's got a guy, you've got a guy yeah. for everything. So you don't even, yeah, you don't need to go stand at a wish wall and input codes unless you really want to. Oh, all... speaking of, speaking of fallout, we we never do this because by the time the show comes out, it's already over. But for next week, right? Because by the time you hear this, it's already over. So this coming weekend, also check out Fallout. He gives you Zer's God roll in under 60 seconds, right? He tells you what armors to get, what weapons to get, which ones to avoid. Excuse it's me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. What, what's a Zer? So a Zer... Is a is a shadowy, tentacly faced guy that sells you stuff, right? He sells. Is, um, is he not the one in the Days of Eternity? Yes, he is, but magically. So I just go there he's got then. A twin brother. So I just no, go and visit him there. No, no, you can't visit him there because he doesn't sell you the stuff there. Well, where do I go every week then, sir? On Fridays, he and he leaves on, on Mondays. He leaves on Monday, and you never know where he's gonna be. That's why you have to use where is Zer or one of these where is Zer websites or to find just where watch he's the at. the Fallout video, and he tells me where he is. Or that, which is what I was getting at. Yeah, Thank you, sir. Uh, I would also <laughs> like to recommend if you are on iOS, which I have recently become, 
if you download the Braytech app of Braytech fame that I talk about lovingly because it's wonderful, you can set up push notifications for Lost Sectors and where Zer is each week along with what he's selling. So you don't even, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch Fallout's video because you absolutely should because it's marvelous. But if you just want the facts and want them quickly, Braytech on the phone gives you all the information you would ever need. Yes, yeah, so I finished telling us about Zer. What does Zer do? No, it, well, I, it, watch, watch Fallout's video. video from last week. <laughs> yeah, if you need to know what a Zer is, go watch Gator's video from last week, and he'll tell you all about Zer. Yeah. So basically, what's a week? Is, what a Zer is. Once a week, you get a guaranteed exotic if you can afford it from Zer. Yeah. He'll always sorry weapon. Um, he'll always sell uh, an exotic weapon and one exotic armor piece for each class. Yeah. And then he sells five legendary armor pieces for each class every week. And the Fallout video I was telling you is a really good reference well? because yes, no, yes, yes, he does sell five weapons a week. <laughs> and uh, the video, I'm sorry, the YouTuber I mentioned, Fallout, he tells you in 60 seconds what armors and weapons to get or to avoid. So there you go. So also, sir, uh, I have another question. Somebody told me about a DMT or a Hawk Moon. What is that? DMT is no longer in the game, so don't worry about it. There was a patch that just removed it from the game permanently. Oh, uh, but the Hawk Moon is an exotic hand cannon that gets random rolls. Why is that unique? Because exotics in the game, exotic weapons in the game, all come with standard rolls. They never change. The only exceptions to this are what used to be the DMT and are now currently only the Hawkmoon. They can get random rolls on this exotic weapon. So, and can I purchase them from Zer each week with different different rolls on? Yes, that's one of the, the that's one of the things you can get from him every week with different rolls. And again, Fallout lets you know if it's a good roll, if it's a bad roll, if it's a PvP roll, if it's a PvE roll, etc., etc., etc. What's happened to the Dead Man's Tale? Nothing. He's he's. Um, no, it did. Really, really, look, really look, look at all the videos that are coming out. Bungie just nerfed it again, and it's irredeemable. It's completely useless now. That's so it's saying. so it's in the game. You just shouldn't be excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> it exists, okay. but yeah. So if you're trying to complete a quest of like you know getting all your exotics or something, you can pick it up and put it in your vault and never think about it again. But respond to saying, "Don't be excited. It's not an exciting thing." No, it used to be really, it. really good in PVE. And then, uh, depending on the role, it was phenomenally good in PvP. There's a gun out there called the um, the Last Word. And the Last Word's always been just a destructive force in PvP. And the DMT, a.k.a. Dead Man's Tail, going with the pirate theme, was the rifle version of this uh, hand cannon. What makes them both unique is they get increased accuracy, range, and target acquisition when you do not sight into the weapon so yeah i mean it was they're very unique traits um and like i said for a while in pve sorry pvp it was just it was just such a good weapon and then bungie nerfed it and then nerfed it and then nerfed it and now they finally put the nail in the coffin so sorry you hit pirate like john wayne it's better yes much better excellent <laughs> My next uh, video that I'm going to recommend to watch this week is from Asacross going over at the Sales Spy Pitch Glass and why it is meta. Now, this is with the Jolt perk, I believe, on there, which um, makes it the Jolt, shot. the Jolt Shot, 
and he, I mean, or no, it is Joltervolt. Is it the Volt shot? Jolt Volt. What's the name Volt, of that? Volt shot. Yeah. It, it's whatever Volt that perk is that yeah. jolts or electrifies people. Yeah. But he's done a lot of testing. It's a ten-minute video. Scout rifle, like, right? No, this is the linear fusion rifle. Oh, now, linear people, fusion. Yeah. Oh, the heavy. Gotcha. Yeah. People okay. were saying that you know these these um pirate weapons are a bit trash, and I've seen quite a few videos going. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, the only thing that redeems them is is if you get one that rolls with that jolt thing. So I've got a sidearm and a shotgun that have them, and that makes them better. But if you don't have those, they are pretty crap. But Bungie have weighed how much damage extra that they get by what what the class is so basically he goes over you know i think it's like the the sidearm and like the scout rifle get like 250 percent more jolt damage and how that procs and who gets it procced if you're doing it he's done a lot of testing on it so go and check this video out because it may be one that you craft that is really really good for like raids and dungeons and things so go check that one out and while you're there you can check out the video of why dmt was massacred because that's the guy that made the video that i watched <laughs> Next, I have a Destiny build crafting secrets from the top 0.1% player, the Muthru. Now, I also subbed to his channel just from watching this video. Definitely not Deacon approved because it's 15 minutes long, but it's Patricates Gaming talking to him about like build crafting and the secrets that he kind of comes up with. Really interesting of going from like, like a basic player to a top player and how they kind of put their builds together and what they're looking for. So again, it's going to take a little bit more time to get through, but it is 50 minutes. It's worth a watch and a listen. And then finally this week, I have Jarv. Guess what? We were all wrong. There's an Insta-Melt Overload Exotic Machine Gun that we all must try. All of us. I'm ready. Let's go. What were we wrong about? You were Everything. wrong about the Grand Everything. Overture. Grand Overture. Is that the heavy for this season? It was the heavy nope. from, I believe it was last season, that when you fire it, you can charge it up to, and then it will then, it's the heavy slug launcher that then charges and then fires in full auto which tri- when the trigger is held down. And it does... Oh, that guy. Okay. Dam- arc season, and this thing needs to be used. So check out Jarv's video. It's worth a watch. And that's it. Is, is his name just Jarv, or...? Yeah, Jarv. J-A-R-V. But also what I'd like to tell people before we disappear (laughs) or before I hand the show over to Parody to close, basically every week on Wednesdays at 10am Greenwich Mean Time to 2pm Greenwich Mean Time I will be streaming and I will be there helping anybody that needs help from the community and I think this is something that Parody and I and Respawn want to kind of do for the community so not not only do we want to give you a podcast where we tell you information? We would like to take you by the hand and guide you through some of this stuff. Now, we can't guarantee or even promise that we can get you a flawless carry in trials or get to 5,500 in glory rank. But what we could guarantee you is a good time. Because over like the last you know couple of years, what we've realized is that a lot of new players are coming in. And rather than just kind of moan about it constantly, that new players aren't getting a good deal on this, We'd rather help you through it. So even if you're a new player or if you're an existing player that just needs some help from Wednesdays at the moment, I think it's 5 a.m. Eastern time till around, I'd say, 10 a.m. Eastern time. 
on a Wednesday, I will be around. If anybody needs any help to go through anything, I'm going to be there. So, yeah. If someone says that sounds exciting to me, but time zones are hard, and I don't want to figure out that math. Where, <laughs> where would I go to maybe hit a button that will just tell me when you go live and when you're available? Well, I believe I've set it up to go on YouTube and Twitch to say that I will be going live at those certain times. So, I mean, I think I think you would need to go to twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter, and that's all spelled out. Or you can go to yeah. youtube.com slash two titans and a hunter, all spelled out as well, the same way, because we're, we're kind of smart sometimes and do things like that. <laughs> that's rare. Getting, getting away from our roots is not streamers or YouTubers. No, we're helping. We're not streamers or YouTubers. We're assisting people. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. He okay. So jokes aside, having PP Pipe join the server really shows me how desperate new lights are. Like you don't even know what a god roll is. You don't know what. Di- I mean, like, yeah. We take we we take advantage of the knowledge base that we have. And somebody that just comes in when whenever she asked what a god roll was, I was like, oh damn, <laughs> oh girl, yeah, there's, oh my there, god, there, there's such a massive. <laughs> I mean, again, you've you you've stepped into a war with a cabal. You've stepped into a game that's been going since 2014, essentially. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. two technically two separate games and two separate boxes, but basically one game and one story and one, you know, just glossary, one set of words and nouns and verbs. To so go, what is this thing and how do I talk about it? Mm-hmm. And it's got to be terrible. I mean, it's like when you pick up any new game that's been that's been going on for a while, that's living and breathing out in the world, going. I don't know how to start. I don't know where any of this is. I don't know what these things even are. Yeah. So, so and that's mean, and that's why we try to explain to people not just hey go 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 here and do this thing. Here's what it is. Here's why it is. And that's one thing that I think uh, you know as we mentioned Asdacross a couple of times. He he did a complete guide to Trials of Osiris this week. What it is, how the reputations work, how the passages work. Or again, if if you're new to the game, I'm not saying jump into Trials. In fact, if you're new to the game, I'm saying don't jump into Trials because it is you know. <laughs> pinnacle top level <laughs> pvp you like you anyway know, you have to be of a certain light level before you can get in anyway yeah so. yeah but it's it's not it's not a long it's it's not a long oh road. no they get that box yeah parodies right you get that power up box but if you yeah 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 but if that is something again you know just again it's nice to see like like 19 says you can put out it's good to put out videos but they do unfortunately go you know stale pretty quickly because again the game changes the game moves on the game like Reese was saying, it, you can't get the, the Dead Man's Tale. You can't get the Hawk Moon in the missions where they came from originally. That's why they're sold on the weekends. You know, a lot of things, you'll find a video, oh, go run this quest line to do this thing. Well, that quest line hasn't existed in two years. You yep. can't. It's impossible. And, you know, uh, trying to trying to find accurate information about this game is a struggle sometimes. So that's why we try to walk that fine line between, you've been here for seven years, and we say, Zer, you go, gotcha, know what this is. I'm I'm good right. versus what is that? Who is that? Why is that? So we try to try we try to sort of straddle that line of you know what we're talking about and you're going, I'm new here, please help me. Yeah. What's the difference between a legendary and exotic? You know, how do you get exotics? You know, yeah. Things like that. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So like, even if you, yeah. even if you've got any questions and you see us on streaming and you can just jump into the chat either on YouTube or Twitch and just ask us questions and we are more than happy to take you there and, and walk you through different steps or we will just answer questions. If we actually know the answer, we will kind of help you through it. You know, that that's the best thing that we can do as like content creators that want to kind of help people out there, not necessarily, you know, just sticking to doing a podcast. We, you know, expand it to do streaming and, and help people as we're streaming. So if you need help, jump into the chat and ask for some help and 
we will do our best. We Sometimes we can assemble a, a team to take you through a raid, but we can't guarantee it. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, the raids are pretty pretty easy. With, with the right people who know what they're doing and with time to do them, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's, and, that's, and that's where I'm also going to plug, you know, if you're looking for, again, like like Pee Puppy said in her sort of review and, and message she left us, you know, sometimes it's nice just to go, hey, I want to talk to a human. I want to ask a question. That's where Discord's a beautiful thing. Discord can be overwhelming and, and it's so easy to join a thousand Discords and then all of a sudden you're drowning in Discords. But if you'd like to join our Discord, it's discord.twotitansandahunter.com which will get you in there. And we're not a huge community. We're not a thriving community. There's not 10 trillion messages to keep up with. Where Maybe that's go. good. Maybe that's bad. But we're very helpful. We're very friendly. And we have lots of people here who are very helpful and very friendly too. Yeah. We're also just people hanging out, well, playing the game, well, doing the thing. And then there's Respawn, who we put in his, his own little box in the corner, who is, <laughs> is neither friendly nor helpful. Well, never hey. friendly, sometimes helpful. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's but better, Discord, but that's still hurtful, man. Come on. Discord.twotitansandahunter.com. That'll get you into our Discord. And yeah, if you just, if, even if you just, if you have questions, again, don't be afraid to come in and go, what is this thing? I'm trying to understand. I, sure. I, yeah, whether you're new to the game or, hey, I, I, I got deployed. I took some time away from the game. Whatever it is, I come back to the game and now it's completely different than where I left it. Where, where did this go? Who cool. is this one? Why do I care? And should I care? If you have a friend like 10 Creatures 88 did over on YouTube while he was watching towards the end of the stream, said that he's got a friend that kind of needs to help getting into the game. Just just come in and we'll, I'll, I'll help you as much as yeah. I can. Wednesdays will be the P- PG-13 child safe friendly version of the stream slash help chat thing. But, Wednesdays uh, now anyway. <laughs> but the weekends is when I get online and I have uh, no one responds in real life dot twitch dot TV. And that is less PG, but still just as helpful. <laughs> And I think this week we've helped the people as much as we possibly can. Yeah, we've given them lore, so they they understand a little bit of history of some of the things that are in the game. We've told history? them about what's we happening them, next week. Yeah, we told them where to go get exotics we've and how they them, can look good doing it. Oh, yeah. small child has asked questions of what is Azur. So I think we've we've done our part this week. You know, there was no pirate talk apart from maybe the intro because I might leave that in because yeah. I like that. It is a really good pirate intro, and I think it's really good to say thank you for joining us. Your titans are parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. Your lore scribe, we found him, as promised, long lost not arf, has returned to us to deliver some lore about Nazarak. You should email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter, because we know our handle, at two titans underscore hunter. That's number two titans underscore hunter. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere as two titans and a hunter. That's two titans, T W O, all spelled out and a hunter you, or you know you know how the search box works you start typing it really you get two titans and you hit the a it'll autocomplete it knows us we love you we're here we're here to help you out you should find all your favorite guardians setting nightmares ablaze asking for directions in the underbelly hauling keys for opulent loot or doing none of those things but you should listen to the show on apple podcast google play maybe spotify if they feel like having it up and if not you know everywhere else fine podcasts are sold you should watch the show on youtube at Every week at youtube.com slash two times a hunter. If you're just like, what is this thing? Where do I get to you? Two times a hunter.com or discord.two times a hunter.com. We'll get you there. And if you want to join the Otter Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, or if you're seeking Deacon's approval, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash TTAH. And until next week, gents, leave the people with any, any parting words or, you know, words of encouragement. 
or uh, just to, to tell them to go watch Esoteric so they can figure out what's going on with the story this season. Leave the people your 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 parting thoughts, Mister Nineteen. Yes, scurvy dogs. And no one responds in real life. Deuces. Ah. Hey, parody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a new phone, and I was trying to put my Twitter account back on here because you reminded me, and it's asking me for my at tag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you look at the followers and tell me <laughs> what my at tag is, please? <laughs> did we uh, call it, or did we call it?